I also have two social security numbers for you, and that was a little weird too. Jesus, but... I have three, so we're oh shit, we're in a good position. <laughs> One of them is safe. <laughs> um, okay, we've got everyone. Should we should we get rolling now? Yeah, we should probably. Yeah, let's just do. Uh, we should do it. Actually, do an intro this time because we okay, have, we have guests. Go for it, Ed. It's your idea this time, so you do it. What's going on? This is Bike Lane. I'm here with the normal Tom and Riley, but today we have guests for our apparel episode. Mike, the oh. mythical apparel episode. Jack, if you guys want to introduce yourselves one by one, uh, and you could do like a little snippet of like what you do, who you are, and do a song. Yeah, if you don't want to, just say hey. Do we have to play, do that? Oh no, opening song. You just cued it. You just cued it right. I guess that was it. I guess it goes right there. I mean, I guess I can go first. Um, yeah, boom. For for uh, for everybody's listening, my name is Jack. Um, I'm the sales manager at a uh, an apparel company called Starlight Custom Apparel, um, and their retail branch, the Black Bibs. Um, I've been there for about a year and a half, and um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Mike, so are you here? Yourself? Are you here in an official capacity? Are you getting paid right now? No. But I am ah, using a work shit. computer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the work computer. Uh, all right. So there you go. Using a work processing power. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. My name is Michael Connell. I own Endurance Threads. Uh, I'm the owner and I'm not getting paid right now. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I get, I get, but are, are you just getting paid more like all the time then? It's all just spread uh, out over the whole day, right? Sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and how this many, is our, okay. Here's, here's we've that's talked a good about question this to for a open while. with. What? How many orders do you guys get at like one or two a.m.? Ooh, that is a good one. Every so often, I bet you get a couple of uh, you know ones for me. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it definitely drops off like right around midnight, um, and then picks up again at like seven in the morning for us. Um, seven, like midnight Eastern time, for sure. So there aren't there aren't a whole lot of like drunken stupor like i gotta get this dollar purchases <laughs> there's definitely like some bigger purchases that get made at the wee hours of the morning that's fine um but yeah <laughs> from tom i guess also i love how you get the the i hope you get the early buys from uh you know because everybody with the freaking bike is up at like the, the, the business you know I mean? the businessmen uh, yeah and the actually, dentists are like i gotta order that jersey now before my cleaning immediately and actually my bad jack I thought it was endurance threads we were talking about. I, I'll have to patronize you this coming morning. Don't patronize him. <laughs> Don't patronize me. So I, I guess we should. I guess we should back up. And yeah, yeah. Some context uh, that, here. Let's back up here a little bit. Um. So I've wanted this. This apparel episode is literally like three years in the making. Like um, everything else we do. Mostly because we just couldn't get our act together. Um, I wanted to time it with the sock video, which I still haven't completed yet. But that's kind of Ed's fault. 
Because he yes. like episode two. the audio until is, like a few days ago. And it's like a biggest, ten and a half minute clip. So I'm like, I don't know what the biggest use. running joke in podcast history, the sock episode that definitely it definitely it exists. will exist soon, and it will be timed with this episode roughly. We, well, so, we do uh, we do have at least 1080p footage. James Cameron from Avatar helped us. So. Uh, it's like 360. Yeah, yeah, that's good enough. We'll just lie and say upscales. Yeah, potato mode. But anyway, <laughs> one one of the things that I wanted to cover because we the three of us on the podcast happened to happen to be close with not one, but two apparel company employees, two different apparel companies. Uh, so I wanted to see like how we should be dressing. Cause now it's like weird season where oh, temperatures are like all over the map. I think we have a 60 degree day coming up, what? but uh, today it was, I think it's like Monday. But today Sorry. it was like Ooh, not, it was it was decently warm, but not super warm. So that's that was the impetus for this is I want to know what clothes of yours I should buy, I guess. Which I I already bought some clothes. What should I you. tell me what so to this buy? Is a little late as far as that goes. Shove the clothes but, down my throat. Um, tell me what to buy. <laughs> so that's that's the context. And uh, now that I've interrupted the flow of conversation, I guess it's up to someone else to reinitiate. I mean, I did have like, I also did have like a bunch of questions too. Like, has all of this, I mean, we've obviously have, has everybody here been involved in this, in their respective companies like pre corona? You know, like, and how has this changed like business in general? Have you seen more of an uptick? Like, do you think there are more people actually, you know, patronizing your respective brands as a result of, you know, biking actually kind of taking off a little bit more from what it seems? Um, you know, anything that's changed or anything that's really been uptaked or downticked in the past let's, couple of Let's go ahead and years, introduce yeah. the brands too. Like like legitimately, like okay, uh, yeah. Mike, what what is endurance threads? What's the idea there? Where did it come from? Um, where where's it at now? Um, and then Jack will have you do the same. All right. For endurance uh, threads, Jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll do the, I'll tell the black bib story. We should do that. Like at least Jack knows the endurance red story. I don't really know the black bib story, but I bet I could make up an entertaining one. Um off the cuff. The uh well let's see, Riley was there for when endurance red started, so he could probably tell the story too. But essentially, um we'll back up a little bit is I put on some cycling races under the the uh tax evasion company known as Rock Hard Racing. And oh, it's it's on shout, it's on tape. Shout it's out to on the, tape. Shout out to the IRS. Uh, you you <laughs> pod you podcast listener may know Mike, i.e. Rock Hard Racing, i.e. Endurance Threads is the person I'm always terrified to offend every time I open my mouth. <laughs> um, but yeah, which sorry, continue, Mike. Uh, which actually makes me laugh while I'm while I'm sitting in my in my truck waiting for the last six minutes of the podcast <laughs> to end. And you guys always mention that too, which is funny. <laughs> um, always, always address your listener base directly, directly like, by name. It's all about interaction, you know. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm looking at you, George. I know you're listening. <laughs> so, so to start with, I, I owned a bike shop uh, back in the day, and it was a Wednesday, if I recall. And we decided we wanted to put on some bike races, and we decided that if someone ever got hurt, we didn't want them to be able to sue the bike shop. So mm. we put the races under a separate company. And the t-shirts the, the from the races. Way. I love it. Yes. The t-shirts <laughs> from the races, for whatever reason, people who weren't even coming to the race would order the t-shirt 
on bike ranch because they liked the t-shirt and we'd be left at these t-shirts with like no like understanding of who ordered them because it wasn't a racer that was there and then a week later we get like a message i ordered a t-shirt and it never came and we're like okay so the t-shirts became popular we came up with more and more t-shirt ideas and every single one involved uh, satire or parody which in other legal speak is trademark infringement on the mic uh, so so on mic. <laughs> so so we decided that that should probably not be sold by the bike shop uh because again the bike shop could get sued over it and it's nine employees at the time would be adversely affected so endurance threads was started and all of a sudden all these not trademark infringing ideas came up um, like we did a huge fundraiser with the first ever NECX and NEMTB winter hats and baseball caps, which was a fundraiser for homes for our troops. Uh, those sold pretty immediately. Uh, we were, I think Riley and I sold almost all of them at a snowy ice weasels race. Um, and then the brand just grew from there. You know, we came out with socks. We came out with different designs for water bottles and eventually got into cycling apparel. Although that's not the, the core of the brand. I like to think that the, I don't, I don't want to make, we don't want to make anything that is already made unless we can make it better or for less. And if there's a million of it, we don't typically make it. Um, And we're not a huge company um, in that we are one person, basically me. (laughs) <laughs> so, power of one pretty much good stuff though mike i like the stuff i'm not just saying that either um yeah we'll, <laughs> we'll get into the stuff later tom okay, okay. Jack's okay have his time in the hot seat hot seat go ahead Transfer. jack go all right um so starlight custom apparel has been around for probably about 10 years or so um it started out as like um just just like a a custom apparel business um, that was helping out teams. And um, as far as like their position with like within the realm of like custom cycling apparel, um, the biggest differences were um, just kind of like, we didn't really, didn't really have any minimums. Um, It was somewhat inexpensive and um, the delivery time was like pretty quick. Um, So that was kind of the claim to fame, but um, I'm also here representing the black bibs, which is kind of confusing. They're both like under the same LLC. Um, they're the same business, but this is just kind of like a separate brand. And the black bibs was started like two or three years ago as um, a retail line. So it started out with, um, with one set of bibs, which was um, $40. What color was it? A black actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so $40, which is like super inexpensive for cycling bibs. Um, like you, you can't really find like decent quality bibs for like, for that much. Um, so that was the start. And that's definitely where like the core of the business is still is in um, cycling bibs, especially, but um, like bibs and shorts, but we've expanded into jerseys and tights and knickers and like a bunch of other categories as well. Um but that's that's kind of the gist. Uh, it's basically like 
the anti-Rafa. I love how there's no tags either, too. Yeah, there's there's no tags. There's there's no branding. Um, and then like most of our stuff, like for the uh, the inline retail side of things, um, has like pretty minimal graphics as well. So a lot of our jerseys and bibs are just like one solid color, um, which makes it really easy for people to mix and match. You know, if they wanted to get if they like our bibs but they want to wear them with a team jersey or something like that, uh, that's part of the appeal as well. So I took me a second to realize, oh, these are starlight apparel i get a, I have a vest too but that's cool to know that like it's like i can see the retail and then like basically like if you want to get custom stuff done or like i like that aspect that you guys offer like what you know custom fabrics custom designs and starlight you know what i mean like you can order a custom kit if you want basically and it's still not as much as like i don't know competitors basically you know yeah like me i mean for me actually my eyes just lit up um for the record riley gave me zero prep going into this i actually asked him what we were talking about i told you like i've told you all multiple times that this was coming. yeah 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 yeah. just like your sock videos coming but anyway um (laughs) you're better you're better anyway don't worry about it so uh Jack, yeah, I gotta, I gotta really get my ass in gear on uh, having an actual <laughs> 508 kit, because um, just Ooh. throwing stickers on my head tube is not cutting it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you need a little bit so, bigger. You need like a giant yeah, one. we're gonna, right we're gonna the back, you know. We're, so we're gonna chat. We're gonna chat. Hold on, class. I thought I was making that kit for you. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, this? never mind. Never mind. <laughs> is this, is this <laughs> where we pitch you? We have a right, design sorry. competition right now. <laughs> that that go. segment will come later as well. I have a whole segment of the episode de- dedicated to you guys like fighting it out. So excellent. Um, I, here's here's a question: when when you guys have people asking for custom apparel, do you call them customers? Oh. <laughs> Riley's got, yeah. Riley's got the okay. dad, anyway, dad pun. Anyway, I'm not going to answer good. that one. Anyway. <laughs> customers. Um, so I, I think a good place to start is, uh, Ed, you have, as your background, a picture of uh, Tom's Coldest Day. So yeah. I, I, I want could, to figure out right there, Tom's what, coldest day. what from your guys' catalog <laughs> should Tom have been wearing on that day? And... I, <laughs> oh, this is good. What, <laughs> Actually, right, so... do tell, do tell, because this has been a terrible trial and error. Ed, you can, you um, can pull up. You can pull up. Uh, I mean, who wants to go first? And we can yeah. pull up the website, and you can oh, yeah. direct us to uh, what uh, what pieces of apparel Tom should have been Let's wearing on a ski lift. Let's go at share. Like ten degrees. <laughs> and uh, I mean, for me, like I've always liked just layering. But you guys can have at it whatever you think Tom should have been wearing. If you Layering want to link us key. to like a uh, um, is. a unicorn uh, onesie, uh, I would accept that as an answer as well. With this body shape, I'm a nightmare no matter what I wear. So it's <laughs> by all means, lay it on me. Let's do Lisa Frank. I, I think I, uh, I have actually the ideal setup here. Okay. I don't think it's about what he was wearing. He's wearing a $300 soft shell jacket with the warmest gloves. I, I listened to this episode, so I actually know <laughs> everything he's got on under there, uh, like x-ray vision, because I've listened to that episode. I don't think you could have dressed any differently unless you like wore your former self, who yeah. arguably was warmer outside. Oh, like, no, he was. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's a legit thing. Between, between aging and losing weight... Uh, 
I, I can't go outside in the cold. I mean, granted, I'm finally used to it now that it's like over and whatever. Um, but yeah, no, I struggle with the cold. Seriously. Um, it's an issue. And, and, you know, uh, yeah, it's a $300 jacket. I used to know a guy who owned a Trek store. Um, <laughs> and I got a good deal on it. I don't want everybody to think I'm rolling around in the elite. You clothing. got the goddamn <laughs> last medium, you son of a bitch. Before they yeah, I know. Stupid <laughs> and, blue and truly, you know what? Um, whatever the name of that jacket is, Riley, you should promote old it. Being man a, winter. Being yeah, a Trek employee. OMW yeah, that, jacket. That, that Bontraga jacket is uh, something else. That's a great, great coat. Um, yeah. Anyway, my my uh, that being said, my lower half was pretty good. Does uh, I'm not gonna lie, like my hands, I think were probably my coldest point. Yeah, for sure. That my day. hands, my 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 feet weren't my feet weren't horrible until the end, and then I was like, I mean, I can't feel them. It doesn't hurt, so yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> my there. hands and feet that day hands and feet were the big one um and actually in this photo we keep referencing basically it's ed's background of uh me and riley standing on the top of highland mountain with ed behind the camera i'm actually wearing four gloves not two in that photo oh yeah the heaviest gloves i owned on top of like some middleweight 100 percent like 50 degree weather gloves um just because they fit in there and we were still cold so. That kind of stuff's hard because you basically need some sort of like non-breathable membrane barrier layer to kind of stop wind. And it's rare that a glove comes with something like a propylene layer or sheeting, but you know, to, like a, almost like a zip, like a wind. Oh, because they would feel weird. Because it would feel weird. You're cycling and it's going to like, let's be real, like it's going to swass up in there and then it's going to be even worse than if you had no gloves on at all. That's the other side of that, too. Um, you know? Yeah, yeah I know a anyway, ton of people that wear, like, nitrile, like, those, like, latex gloves inside of, of their winter gloves. And I, yep. like, Ooh. I can't even pick a pair of those up without feeling like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, so yeah, you don't like those? I love the gloves. <laughs> no. No? He's, like, cringing thinking about it. <laughs> oh, God, it's disgusting. I really am. Like, I want to go wash my hands right now just because I thought of touching a pair of those gloves. The smell, yeah, nah, the smell. Not, not a fan. Yeah, not a fan. I saw of someone trails. the other day did uh, uh, just gorilla tape on their shoe. Oh, um, I did see I've, that as well. I've seen that before, and I've also seen the tinfoil. Yeah, get um, shoes, to, huh? Yes, basically. <laughs> um, I've seen bread bags for over the socks. Bread so, bags is a good one. Yes. Oh, Tom has a good story about that. Yeah, I saw a, a young lady at the 2018 Rasputitsa, God rest her soul. Um, like it, out of a 40 ish mile day, we're at like mile 35, and she stops and honest to God, put uh, shopping bags like like you would get at your local supermarket on her feet. Yeah. That's um, you didn't do that. Yeah, as a kid? but I think. I think probably you wanted to do that at the beginning. Um, oh. that, that poor girl, she was no straight up. I, I do not remember her name. We rode together. I thought it was mile. at like mile 38. It might be. I, I'm not making fun of her in any way, shape or form. Like this girl was hard no as She's nails. And, and you could tell, yeah, that's true. You could tell though. She was just like beyond cold. Like she wasn't, her words weren't even like making sense with, a few miles to go like one of those um, efforts that you're like this is i know this is futile and pointless but it's all i got right now <laughs> and basically if you're wondering like how, how we got talking me and this person it was kind of funny uh we're going up this mountain and she starts punching her thighs and i just i couldn't help it like here's this here's this young lady just punching her thighs and i, I finally i was like 
what uh what, what are you doing <laughs> pretty much and she's like oh this will stave off a cramp so like next thing you know she and i are riding next to each other just punching ourselves in the thighs um, oh really yeah, let me la- try that the last the last i saw of this person she got off her bike to put shopping bags on her feet and i was just like man i don't i think it's i think it's over by now <laughs> Then I did a monster. The punching the muscle thing is that (laughs) that practice is pretty common. That's like um, that's like the massage guns, you know. Yeah, I can say yeah, like like, or hyper ice or. I can say like I didn't cramp. Um, It's kind of like having a blinky light. Like you, you can't prove that it's the reason you didn't get run over, (laughs) but probably didn't hurt. Nice once (laughs) you have it. Yeah, yeah. Um, same thing with the punch in your leg. Like I didn't cramp, so now I punch my legs. Um, punch your legs, or you know, yeah, you could also just pour, pour pickle juice on your face or put mustard on your thigh. That kind of works. Too. Yep. It's like the true. people that say, um, "We didn't wear seatbelts when I was a kid, and I'm fine." And I'm like, "Well, how many car accidents did you get?" In? And like, None. if they said like nine, then there'd be like truth to that argument. But if the answer is yeah. zero, then the seatbelt thing is not an argument. Yeah fun fun uh bike lane homework google survivorship bias based on that that's oh, yeah. a that's a fun read that's a good that's one. An interesting Ooh, that's, theory. that doesn't yeah. sound fun at all uh, <laughs> said nothing about actually, homework yeah it's it's more about like planes in world war ii than anything but anyway sorry continue so is there from from two leading individuals in the cycling apparel industry is there any um like self thigh punching clothing like coming coming down the line really the works here super yeah, dude, clothes. i have to Let's admit the like clothing thing. i i've i've actually never heard of anybody doing that like, <laughs> I've, I've i've been i've been doing this for a while and that one's new for me um, how about mustard thigh shorts yeah <laughs> well, mustard no? impregnated bibs. I've, yeah. I've seen people like um like at you know towards the end of races like shaking out their legs um like physically like shaking their legs to the like to the side and i I don't know if that's like to drain lactic acid or something else, but like, um, I've never heard of the punching thing. I think she was probably messing with you, Tom. Probably. That would be the best option. could be, but it Riley is slipped her, Riley slipped her a 50 on the start line just to yeah. mess with me. Uh, she, me I wouldn't put it past him. Let me guess. She squeezed, I spent, you, she squeezed I spent so much money that day on so many people, Tom. You'd, I'll show you the receipts later. Just to, just to, <laughs> to plant your goons all along my path. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it is a real thing, and I'm not going to sound – I'm definitely not an expert on – so I'm not going to know any of the I'm technical punching. biological I'm things <laughs> or physiology of it. But essentially, like, your muscle fibers are like a loose weave, and when you exercise, they get tighter and tighter and tighter until you somewhat become immobile, uh, which is one of the things compression fabrics prevent compression fabrics prevent that tightening okay um and then the the massage guns or foam rollers that kind of stuff is one way to aggressively break that up and i think the punching it thing is definitely a last resort like taking your untrue (laughs) wheel and just like smacking it on the ground like you wouldn't do that if you had time but you would do that if you had five miles to go it's a last resort Um, I, i have done that yeah yeah, but the right thing is, it's like that. It's stupid. You look like an idiot, but it might just work. It's not the right fix, but it's a fix. Right. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, so we've ruled out, we've determined that Tom was beyond help for this morning. <laughs> and, you and my therapist. <laughs> um, is there 
like what what should any of the rest of us have been wearing like is there come on man i'm trying to sell your shit what should i i would have <laughs> i would have recommended a combo of uh i had mine i had the let's see which what, what do they call it? the black but the ultimate winter black bibs the thermals the long, are you wearing long that ones? that day though because i oh, had yeah. just given it to you that morning no i wasn't then uh, oh i had my craft you wore them at wicked nor'easter i yes. yeah i wore them at wicked nor'easter um you you ran up to me and you were like look at this awesome thing someone else made I was, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, was that before or after you drove by me in like an ambulance Kubota? <laughs> so I, I had worn the crafts with just a regular bib like the you know at winter woolly when it was i think probably yes. a little bit colder and i had so much regrets i think on the feet and hands but my legs were decent but it's just because those craft thermals were like it's like an old spark craft thermal that they're like crazy thick and I'm, i love those things they've been amazing but the thermal layer and the longer bibs, I've never tried a quality pair, like a decent quality pair of bibs before. I've always had like the cheap Amazon ones, like a Santic or something like that. And like, they've just been okay. Like it's almost just been like a layer until it gets warm. And then I just will wear either a thin long or like a short, a short, regular short bib, you know? Um, and this is the first time I've actually worn like a dedicated thermal winter bib. And it was awesome. It was a game changer. I wore that in the endurance uh, long sleeve thermal uh the prototype one like the dark gray one and like i think i think the combination of that actually really opened my eyes to be like oh yeah like the correct equipment makes it so like it wasn't sweating i wasn't cold and i could just focus on like actually riding if that sounds insane like it would made it so much more of an enjoyable time i think like once i got it more dialed in um and it was it was awesome to see like okay the gear is actually making a difference right now because like you get to a point where like you spend three hundred dollars on a pair of bibs and like is it going to be any better really like is it going to be like it kept me five celsius warmer on my thigh region and the compression made it so i didn't have to punch myself like you know what i mean like <laughs> maybe but it's like not something in like this was enough of a jump i think for me to be like holy crap you know what i mean Fair and it was just, I don't know. It was, a, I think it was an opening thing. And it was kind of like, oh, okay, cool. I'm kind of more pumped to do this apparel episode now because it's like, I've kind of seen the light. You know what I mean? Like, I'm drinking the Kool Aid like heavily now and it's good and it's red, you know? <laughs> Still, the other yeah, things the, are terrible. I'm a chronic overheater. Like, yeah. like to the point where I'll, I'd rather just be cold for the beginning of a ride than. Hey, check your privilege, okay? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. No, it's like it's, if 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 I were to dress for 20 degrees, my heart would explode after an hour. It's just one of those things where, like, I'll, if we stop, I'm stripping everything off, and then I'm freezing because I was wet. Yep. So I end up I end up in some kind of I'm a big fan of wool, like merino wool, because it's because it, it keeps you warm even when wet. That's like actual wools biggest quality is that when wet it still retains its warmth um, and still has good moisture wicking and breathability um i would wear on like a 20 degree day i would wear a thin wool jersey and maybe a wind vest and the wind vest would be carefully planned so that it could fit in a pocket if i had to take it off like that's how bad my overheating is Oh. I've, I've written then, with you and you start cold and I'm like, dude, I don't know how you're doing this. I mean, I thought I was starting cold, but I'm like, are you sure about this? And you're like yeah. halfway and you're like, you're pumping good. And it's fine. He's obviously fine. You know what I mean? Like, 
So props to you, because uh, yeah, other than, other than your metabolism must be up there, because you definitely are like, like you said, like you can handle a little bit more than me personally. I think. <laughs> I think I'll like put it on the. Oh, go, go ahead, ahead, Mike. No, you go, uh, Jack. I've been talking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think like when when it starts to get colder out, like everybody should aim to be a little bit cold at the start of the rides. And I think like the, like the extent to which, like, you know, you feel cold at the start sort of depends on who you're going to be riding with uh, and like what sort of a pace you're going on, what the goal of the ride is. Um, I find that like, if I'm planning on going out on a ride um, with the, and like, I, I expect to be going hard. I expect to be like riding quickly, then I'm not going to be wearing as much. Um, versus like if I was going to be going on like a, a slower group ride or something like that, then it's more important to like, you know, wear a little bit more. Um, and I think like people email us out all the time and ask like, Hey, what's the temperature recommendation for this Jersey? And the answer is like, I don't know. Um, because <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, how do you call the same? Yeah, it's like, truly. there's, there's so many, like at, let's say it's like, you know, you said it was 10 degrees riding at Highland. Like if you're riding like down the mountain, you know, versus like going up the mountain, like the 10, 10 degrees, you, you can't just go off of temperature. There's like so many variables at play. I mean, I think, I think one of the companies that used to do this a lot was Pearl Izumi <laughs> used to label other gloves in a like 10 degree temperature range. And it never seemed accurate. <laughs> never. Yeah. No, they didn't. I used to rock pearls and uh, yeah. Used like to, it, no, it was, it was that's always, past tense, you know, used to. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but, I actually like the gloves. It's just a matter of like that temperature rating was not. No, it was any, not anything right. real. <laughs> it did um, not mean anything. No. Yeah. To Jack's <laughs> point. Yeah. To Jack's point. It's totally subjective. Take, but, really. take the picture behind Ed. Right. So, so I've never been a big fan of the temperature range thing. That was always like if people would walk into the bike shop, they'd be like, what's the temperature range of these gloves? Like Jack was saying, and it's like, well, it, everyone is different. So if you look at that picture behind Ed, obviously Ed, Ed can't just turn around and look at it. Um, Tom, you're wearing like the soft shell Perlazumi gloves with 100% briskers inside, and Riley is wearing just the equivalent of the 100% briskers. No, yeah. they're they're warmer than those. A little bit. Uh, I, but I it's think essentially anyway. that that glove similar idea is yeah. that glove is our standard mountain bike glove with a little bit of a DWR coating and a light fleece lining. And they're not even like water resistant. And there you are, you're fine. And Tom needs to be amputated at the end of the ride. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Like, pretty much. Because everybody's so different. Everybody's circulation is so different. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, I I could just have shit circulation at the end of the day. Like that is, you know, the problem could be me. Um yeah, I think so, me and Tom so were in, in constant up. shock at Riley because we were like, dude, how are you totally fine? Are you gonna stay out here? Yeah. Like, what the hell? How do you have less clothes? It's because I you? have COVID weight on my side still. <laughs> um, and, you Jack, know, I don't know. Damn you, you spent some time up north. You've you've experienced real cold. Yeah. So so Jack brought up a good point. Um Jack and I went on a ride at Mount Greylock. This was several years ago. And uh something that we don't really have to deal with around here in the, the flatlands is like the climbing and then descending yeah. makes the apparel choice to me so much more difficult because on say Rasputitsa, it's a constant, like unzip the jacket to go to climb, zip it to descend, unzip to climb, zip to descend. Like Ooh. what's, 
what do we what do we do jack help yeah i mean you're, I've been in, on you're rides. in the mountains yeah more or less um i've been on rides where like people have gone out and um like yeah like it's it's completely fine like climbing up a mountain but then if you've got like a 20 minute descent and it's like 15 degrees out you need another layer um and it's not yeah. it's not like it's not enough to just go hard I've, I've actually i heard um i can't remember who this was um but i heard of this guy who ended up like finding a um a, that's a great photo <laughs> so <laughs> really good find, finding well, people a, can't um, see it though so Real somebody quick, yeah. at, at the uh, at the top of this climb found a um a charcoal bag and ended up like putting it underneath their jersey as like extra insulation for going down. Uh, um, so I think wow. like, yeah. So I, I think this the solution is like, you know, wear layers. <laughs> yeah, I mean like take off your wind, for your wind layer. Sales. Buy lots of things. Yes, buy as much <laughs> as much as you can. <laughs> buy yet another layer. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's also in fairness. Uh, to kind of reinforce Riley's point, there's really, there's no hiding at Rasputitsa. You are, you're baking on the climbs and you are praying to any God that will listen to keep you alive on the descents. Oh, why did I sign um, up for this shit? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> also, uh, the hell? speaking of the, the cliffhanger in our most recent episode before this one, uh, I'm going. So. Oh, I'll sweet. I'm, I'm, wait, I'm waitlisted. 100K. I'm in. Well, good luck. Enjoy that. Yeah. Notice um, the I, lack of excitement in my voice. <laughs> Do they have to change I, I think that the name? other Jesus. The other part is yeah, um maybe. No, every gravel name. Fine. Every gravel event name is now this is uh recorded on March 3rd, 2022. Every gravel name is now officially problematic. Um <laughs> It's official. You, you, you just that, that first batch of names, guys. Explain. I don't know what you were thinking. Explain why Rasputitsa is problematic, Tom, for the listeners. All right. Um, so, <laughs> in in terms that won't get this flagged in any sort of way. Um, no, getting flagged well, is good for fighting, publicity. Yeah, exactly. Fighting, fighting Urukai bearing the white hand of Saruman have uh, left the Ford of Ison and march on Rohan. Okay. Sauron no one's going to understand what that means. <laughs> we're, we're, I mean, I know that was Lord has, of the Rings, but yeah. <laughs> we'll definitely get in trouble for any of that. You know, how like, people leave the Zoom meeting? Jack just actually left the room in front of us. I know the <laughs> listeners can't see that. <laughs> he did. He was, yeah. He's sick of this. Yeah, leave the room. Hey, he's out. Uh, so we're a future company. Short, people can get up long, whenever they want. Yeah, long story short, Vladdy P has been hitting the vodka. Um, and he's made some he's made some interesting calls in the last six ish days, um, and you know just kind of sitting at home waiting for the bright flash. And how so how does all. that relate to Rasputitsa? Rasputitsa is a term that describes when the permafrost thaws in uh, Eastern Europe and Russia, and basically um, in World War II the Russians just backed up and waited for the German tanks to sink in the mud. That is Rasputitsa. Um, I love how they, they except, fell for the old, it's like reversed. Like they were like, Rasputitsa? Nah, not us. And then the Russians, the ones that take the tanks got stuck in the mud. And I was like, you guys learned nothing from history. Yep. What I is going not. on? Um, they, they own game used against them. But anyway, yeah, uh, it's you terrible what's going on. Um, I haven't slept right in some time. Uh, God, God love you, everybody over there. Um, yeah, 
there's no no prize there. Uh, Let's have this Rasputin to be less tank like and more fun fun bike like. Actually, are you taking yeah, are you taking a tank bike? It's interesting that the, the choices of vehicle actually. I mean, tanks suck because they sink in. But are you actually considering using a fat tire bike to to float over everything or what? So, circling back to the the bike race itself. Um, yeah, I, I usually bring my 29 plus Surly ECR, which has a roll-off hub on it. So the drivetrain is totally contained, um, which matters in those conditions in Vermont, um, I would say. I know it's very heavy. It's very unwieldy. However, having a drivetrain that more or less cannot break is uh, a weak link you want removed in that scenario. But realistically, this year, it's probably going to be the monsoon. Um, the Doing the monsoon. monsoon that is, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking so, unless uh, unless the weather just gets real crazy leading up. It's always a game time decision with that. So team monsoon. Yeah, the, the weather can vary wildly. So that's the story there. Um, but yeah. Are we done with, then, we done with our geopolitical discussion? Rasputin in a nutshell. Yeah, just, uh, you know, I don't know. Hug someone you love, everybody. Like, best oh, of boy. luck. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bicycles. <laughs> Bicycles. Um, one, one of the things What's I want to What's the best jersey about? to wear during nuclear fallout? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's the lead line jerseys? Lead, any lead jerseys or what? I think uh, uh, dentists have like a vest that you can wear. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Wait, Winnie's are like, yeah, no, I'm going to pass on that, Doug. <laughs> um, what... Like we were talking about, obviously varying terrain and varying like um, personal heat gauges are going to change apparel. Um, one of the things that I've noticed, at least around here, is um, like those kind of raw, wet days are going to change my apparel loadout drastically. What's um, what's kind of the call there, Brainer? <laughs> oh, boy, boy. All right. Uh, for the record, that was can you can you disconnect e. him yeah. from the call? How he do chose, I disconnect him? Chose e, none, yeah. none of the above. Uh, you know? If if you know me, you know that I am a big advocate for staying off the trails when they're muddy, unless I'm putting on a race that day. Um, this is true. You've been very consistent, though. No, no, you should yeah. be commended. You've been very yeah. consistent in that. Yeah. You're you're very conscious of uh, the sustainability. Of Practice what parks. he preaches, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, but you there are the those walk. days where things are like if it's July, right, and it's raining, I just get wet. Like yeah. it's still hot. Like uh, those days 80? coming up where it's fifty or sixty, yeah. it's so hard to dress for. Like there isn't a rain jacket light enough for me to ride in in 60 degrees to avoid getting wet yeah and it's like you're so, not going to avoid getting wet anyway it's just you're going to have a time i think for me personally it's like i need a time because i'm going to be soaked and how long can i basically be soaked for and deal with it you know yeah so let's talk no, about there is a jacket the endurance threads packy jacket there you the go perfect no. <laughs> <laughs> I that one's too hot for me i did want to talk about um like just rain shells for a second um okay. it's, sure. it's not like the black bibs doesn't we don't actually have like a waterproof shell um but i think like and this this is definitely like a uh like do as i say not as i do kind of a thing i'm, I'm really lazy about this um but like bringing waterproof shells even if you like check the weather and you're pretty sure you're not going to need it um it's if let's say that you like you're out on a ride and you end up having a mechanical and it's a little bit cold, like 
that's a lifesaver. If you like have to stop riding and just stand around, or if somebody like on your ride is like just dying and they, they need a jacket as well. Um, they're like, I don't know. They're really nice to have. <laughs> that's a so good part I, about standing there too. Like that gets freezing sometimes. I want to talk about our century ed that we did. Oh, I figured uh, this was going to come up at some point. That one's like the perfect kind of, uh, um, what do you what do you call it? word problem for <laughs> apparel? Because uh, we started, it was pretty chilly in the morning. I think, yeah, it was like forties. I think it was chilly. Yeah, yeah, it was low forties. There was, there was uh, fr- you could see sparkles like there was some frost left over. Yeah, there, yeah, there was know? some frost. We we got up you were, to probably about fifty, low fifties during the day. The forecast was it was supposed to be a nice day. Yeah, yes. Tom remembers. I do this recall. <laughs> I remember this vividly just because it was a crazy, uh, it was a crazy time in my life. I uh, caught that bug that was going around until Ivan was going around Um, and uh, was isolated. I was supposed to do this. So my kind of flashbulb memory went off because I also quit my job that gave me that bug that was going around. Um, Yeah. So it was a big time in my life. Let's just say so. He's yeah, watching, it was supposed like to be an the window, awesome day like, the whole day. Yeah. You know? Oh, I was too. And I was thinking like, oh, my God, they're going to die because it like it snowed at one point for like an hour. Well, yeah, like it got it got warmer. And then that was such an up and down day that it was hard. Like we found it hard to basically stay comfortable at any point. I think I think either one of us too. like we both... Wait, there was a good like 10 mile stretch where we were feeling pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that 10 was miles it. out of a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had to stop. Is it was it me that had a dropper? No, I don't think we had any we had any tire issues, but I think my dropper was started to get messed up at the end. And I was like, like just standing there, I was like, I hate this. Like oh, and it was descending, yes. Yes. Two and episodes it, in a row. It's almost like droppers are a bad idea. All right, disconnect him from the <laughs> dropper posts install, right, installed disconnected. by me. I am All a right. lie. I was thinking it. Sanctions. Listen, there's, there's a qualifier. It's that I installed both of them. <laughs> sorry, sorry, go ahead. Um, so yeah, that was a wild. So day. I defer to you, apparel experts, because we ended up in a snow squall at mile 90. Like what should in April? What, what do we do? Yeah, the trainer. That was bring Jack a... with you. Yeah. You bring Jack oh, and... with you because he'll have a jacket in his pocket. Actually, right. we should mention to uh, this 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 person, this mythical person you're hearing about, this name Jack. Uh, listen to every word this man says if you want to get better at riding your bike. Um, my God, sir, I have uh, I have seen your work. Um, yeah, nah, Jack's a beast. No offense. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> you're a beast too. Tom's giving, Tom's giving props in a different way. <laughs> Mike's a, Mike's, a, Mike's a lot of fun to ride with. Uh, with <laughs> so hey, yeah, man, you're faster than me. God love you. The the packable. I have a little packable black pearl Azumi jacket. It's not waterproof. Trust me, it's not waterproof almost at all. But it's enough that it. It's enough of a sweat, like a barrier, that it heats me up and will keep me warm if I need to. But yep, I kind of do want something with some waterproof, like the packy jacket. You know what I mean? Like something like that. I saw basically I saw at least one guy at Borderlands wearing the white one. Um, mm-hmm. and he did some good... uh, some of the brand's variation of it. There's there's a million like that. He was going I hard because kinda... he tore his arm open and it was kind of crazy, but um Oof. yeah, he looked like he was not 
he wasn't cold. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't think any of us that did that was actually cold, but I mean, I kind of want to look into something like a light layer like that. Yeah. Simple, I mean, I think you know? something decently like windproofed or weatherproofed yeah. is kind of a must for like these weird kind of like potentially windy seasons that we're in. So um, I rock um, some kind of Mavic. I wish I could remember the name of the jacket. Uh, it might be an Altum. I got it off of you, Mike, if, at like ultra mega clearance, you know, um, and it is a light layer. And just for the record, circling back to everything, because it does kind of tie in uh, 2019's Rasputitsa. It was literally like a couple layers of base and that jacket kept me alive, essentially. Um, that was the one everybody was quitting because of hypothermia. So knock on wood, the uh, the light, you know, take the layer off, take the layer on. It's a thing. Um it's definitely a thing. Sorry, Riley. Continue. No, that's all right. Um, I I wanted to also ask because I have my own like kind of personal rule about shorts. Shorts versus like long shorts. Is a rule? Yeah, <laughs> anomaly though. Like, <laughs> nah, long pants aren't fun to ride in. No, fun. so I, are... I know that there's like a that there's like a general rule, and I have my own personal kind of rule that I think is slightly different. But what do we know? Like the from our apparel friends what oh there's a dog anyway canines um (laughs) um what's what's the official apparel rule for like wearing shorts and not wearing shorts yeah below 60 degrees cover your knees fair enough there's a a limerick for it too huh yeah i I think that's the one that i heard yeah go ahead jack i'm i'm a big fan of like um I, I wear shorts until it like basically gets down to like 30. Um yeah. because Jesus. I know fair enough. That I yeah, mean no, we, we, talked, we talked before about like personal preferences and stuff. Like it definitely doesn't apply to everybody. Um, but like you can you can sort of layer with shorts, right? Like you can you can wear knee warmers or leg warmers. Um we actually um I, I couldn't plug the uh the the jack the uh the waterproof jacket before because we don't make one but we actually do make a um a pair of thermal bibs um mm. which is perfect for when it starts getting like kind of chilly but like you're on the fence and you don't know if you want to wear knickers or tights um but but yeah just like the the convertibility uh of of shorts makes them like super versatile can i ask a stupid question no yeah. next question no, no sh- <laughs> um what's what's the difference between knickers and tights it's Ooh. just the length. length. It's just length. length. Knickers are flood pants, right? Yeah. Knickers are dumb. Yeah. And Why? Sense. You get more shin protection. No. So um, I can't stand leg warmers. For whatever reason, leg warmers, you should just be wearing tights if you're going to wear leg warmers. So you could take them. Um, what, if, yeah. what if you're like, what if you start a ride that's like super cold and you know it's going to warm up later? Right. Then knee warmers and tall socks i'm just one of those people that i'm just one of those people i love no so for me leg warmers i've never had a ride where the leg warmers didn't fall down while i was riding uh that's because you need more shapely legs i think uh, it has something to do with the way the, the, the ankle cuff pulls on them or something like that but i've always i'm with jack on thermal bibs and the uh wave at jack's girlfriend um so the listeners can't see this, right? This isn't like broadcast somewhere. It, it has been, but not today. YouTube's been... So like my my nodding and approval or disapproval has not been visible. It's only for, yeah, it's yeah, only yeah. for, it's you, only for our pleasure. You need here. to voice things. That's yeah. why we all just talk over yeah. each other. 
Mon- <laughs> we do. Yeah. Hairless apes like us like to take visual cues, so it's it's better, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm a right. jack on thermal bibs, um, because you can do knee warmers, you can do leg warmers, um, and and it's modular because those things fit right in a pocket. Um, the sixty degrees cover your knees thing was and someone who knows more about physiology than I do is going to be like, no, you're totally wrong or you're explaining it wrong, but Jack, I don't think they to... listen. No, probably not. It's actually, I think everyone who listens is on this podcast right now or is Matt Bedford. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> how you, how you doing, man? Shout to uh, Matt. I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, looking forward to Jack, working with you, you again in one of these world wars. <laughs> oh, no. Jack, you went to VGFit school, right? No, oh, Jack set his headphones off. You did not. So you've been to some form of a fit school, right? No. Oh, so I. Damn. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm the only one. Um, so I learned this actually at fit school because I was one of those people that was like, no, I just tough it out. And they taught us about basically in your knee, there's like a lubricant, like a natural lubricant from your body that allows your knee to have like a hinge. And in the cold below 60 degrees that turns to more of a gel and it stops lubricating your knee. That's great. And that will help you develop. If you, if you let that happen, you get arthritis 20 years later. Shout out to everybody driving a standard in traffic right now. Who's ultra aware of their knees. Oh. Yeah. Like I need uh, 5W, 5W20 knee oil instead of the 10W40. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know the exact specifics of it, but I remember like, just learning about it and them telling us all we were dumb for toughing it out. Um, yeah, but do that's not always tolerate, been a thing. Yeah, do yeah. not tolerate knee pain in cycling. Seriously, man, no you guys are all crazy with the shorts. I'm like, if it's below, man, it, I'm like in long, longer ones. Even the non thermals, I'm using like a longer pair of bibs, just because like my legs get the shit scratched out of them all the time. Like, how do you get like? Do you hear, you've all heard me come like ride behind you. Like, do you have any bushes I hit? Like riding. <laughs> oh around, yeah. Like, you can hear me swearing the whole time. Like it's. I'm yeah, but then you can say trail. you like fought a bear or something. Oh, Wait until like, I con you into coming out on the bogs with me, kid. You think you scratched up now? Did I grow? Did I grew up on the bogs, man? I'm ready to go. There you go. This is gonna be awesome. This is gonna be a boy. good spring. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, um, so yeah, that, that's my excuse. Is like I'll be like, whatever. I'll sweat slightly more so I don't get blood. But I usually will just hurt myself anyway. So, um, yeah. But the top, I, I usually just do something thin. I kind of want to light. I'm gonna go actually. I think. I mean, the the merino. Mike brought up merino wool a while ago. Um, and I've like I love that fabric. I've it's it's come around to me like heavily. And it's hard oh, yeah. for me to like. I kind of want almost find like a merino wool short sleeve. But I know the poly will dry faster in summer. And I don't need the warmth of the merino, basically. So it's like I probably should stick with the short sleeve merino. Um, and second follow up question is when are you gonna make alpaca stuff? <laughs> no, <laughs> I want an alpaca stuff. jersey. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, um, and you can say alpaca jersey. Oof. Oh, <laughs> oh that's oh, gonna be the uh, intro right there. Q, Q short sleeve merino. Short sleeve merino is actually a thing. Um, I believe you can get it from. I'm gonna name a bunch of apparel brands that I love. Do it. Uh, and Dura makes one. Ooh, Dura. Uh, they make long. they make a they make a great long sleeve or short sleeve uh, wool base layer. Uh, that's that's really where you really want the merino is a base layer, um, yeah. like skin to skin contact. Craft um, oh, makes one out of whoa. Craft uh, <laughs> makes one out of uh, Polartex Power Wool, which is a mixture of merino and recycled fabrics. Uh, they make that in short sleeve and long sleeve, or at least they used to. 
And uh, Perlizumi has in the past made them as well. Now it's like, do, do I, all right, so fabric-wise, should I just not do merino if it's going to be certain, like, warm, like if I'm going to be sweating, like, what's the, there's no advantage almost. Like, I could just go with the poly to cool myself off quicker, right? And evap everything. Well, merino wool in a thinner, a thinner fabric is still moisture wicking. Like, uh, yeah, like yeah. we have in the past, we have made short sleeve uh, merino wool jerseys. No one buys them, but we have made them. They're probably yeah. in super clearance right now. I can say uh, my my best friend once bought me a uh, wool jersey and I still have it. And um, when I wear it, uh, it's it's super warm until the wind blows, um, which is actually like kind of what I think we're trying to describe. Um, mm -hmm. Basically, like the heat you generate will stay in a wool garment until there's some airflow over it which is actually exactly what you want when you really think about it just throwing that out there uh a wool base layer and a vest or light jacket has been my play yeah, yeah. yeah. it go. was um wool plus a windproof is like gangbusters it's pretty and what's, wild what's the temperature range on that <laughs> zero oh, I have no 90. idea bud zero to Cold. 90 sick oh, I'm, gonna, to I'm gonna buy this right during the podcast i'm gonna buy one of these Somewhere between cold and you want to just go out for breakfast? <laughs> Ride the trainer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super guilty. That, I'm so glad that there's other people saying it because it's just been me for like six straight That's episodes. never been me. I, I, I recently become that guy. Yeah. I, hey, man, I hate the trainer as much as you do, listener. It's just uh, I hate the cold that much more. That's the truth of it. <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, what, I've um, I've actually been neglecting my trainer time lately. I'm gonna get on that thing time. Maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow. Oh god, it's a it's they're, a few they're days right behind here me. and a few days there. Yeah, they're, it's impossible. They're right to behind be me, truly consistent. Judging me, staring. Yeah, yeah. They're like you're doing a freaking yeah. podcast about bikes. Why did my girlfriend come in here and just spray? So it's so smelly. <laughs> Is it good? Is you it good? <laughs> what? I'm gonna spray air freshener in here. It's not like I'm farting or I smell or anything. Well, that's what you think. What I do? You're you're used. It's to just it. funny because it's funny because the picture <laughs> behind you is like this Tom is me. looking like he dealt it, and Riley looking for who dealt it. <laughs> and again, again, so Ed's we're on a Zoom call basically, and Ed's background is me saying some sort of really stupid thing, I'm sure, and like Riley pointing at the top of Highland Mountain, basically, like where are we going next? I'm sure it's me saying, let's just take the easy way down. Yeah, the easy I just way. Think I just now that I said happens on the podcast all the time, but the listeners can't see it, so I talk about it, and I'm doing. Yeah, it. <laughs> actually, that, remember well, at that's... that point I was like, I need to describe things because someone yelled at me. This is, <laughs> this is the someone who yelled at me. So, haha, sir, it's pretty tough, ain't it? No, it, well, it brings was... in it. It makes them want to listen more because maybe next time we'll describe what we were talking about. We almost won't. As, we never almost will. As much as the almost as much as the mukbang episode. <laughs> Hey, with all the mukbang enthusiasts will be very happy about that, Mike. Speaking of which, I skipped dinner for this, Riley. Oh, nice. Yeah. That means you can just gorge yourself later. Yeah. Just, have a liquid, just a, have a liquid dinner, man. It's fine. My dinner is a couple hits off a, uh, off a uh, gorilla finger and John L. Sullivan Irish whiskey. Yeah, John like L. A, Sullivan. It's like a man's dinner. Yeah. You're all set. Our sponsor for tonight. <laughs> shout, out, um, shout out to... 
to Johnny Sullivan. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you doing you getting us some samples, baby. Um, shout, so shout out to the sponsor Mayflower Brewing. I'm having a few of those instead of dinner. Actually, in my office. actually, seriously, nice. seriously, <laughs> shout out to Mayflower and uh, shout out to Indie Firm. Both great, great beer. I don't even like beer, and I like you guys' beer. So oh. shout out to both of you. Ooh, very complimentary. Um, yeah, again, independent fermentation and Mayflower Brewery, uh, also in Plymouth, next to 508. So, oh, fancy that. Hey, oh, okay. hey, get a beer. I'm skipping get a jump. Drive so. an e-bike. Yeah. <laughs> um, so six pack. Embrace the beep boop. Get in the robot, Shinji. No robots. <laughs> <laughs> robot bikes. What's I guess I guess we'll finish off the like the I, I have this labeled as uh in my outline here. I have uh the serious part, which is what we've just done. Um Ooh. There we go. Perfect. All right. Ed's sharing some stuff. Um, I yeah. want uh, one. Let's start with Mike, because uh, I think that's the website we're on. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite piece of apparel that you make? Ooh, and why is it? Actually, yeah. I, I yeah, think you be- already said, I think you kind of hinted at it being basically the one we're looking at where it's a wool but- short sleeve jersey, but. The long sleeve version is my favorite piece. Yes, of thank you. Okay. The long sleeve one is better, right? Yeah, because you can always yeah. cut off the sleeves cool. if you're out there and you're hot, right? No, you that's can just true. I've, cool probably yeah, no, worn, right. I've probably worn the same one every time I've ridden with Ed in the last six months. Is Mine. the there's like a blue maple one we used to have. Um, I don't know, just something about those wool jerseys. I got the white one. I hate to I say it, it too because I. I pooped on them so, so long, and now we make it, and I like them, and I bet Jack feels similarly, but we'll see, is cargo bibs. We we finally <laughs> made cargo bibs with the pockets on the side. So good, dude. I thought that was hey, the man. dumbest thing, and to like I'll... finally put on a pair, I was like, this is pretty pretty handy. I love some storage. That's all I'm saying. Jack, how do you the... feel about cargo bibs? You guys have them in the thermals, which I think is really cool. Yeah, so we have... Um, we have multiple different versions of cargo bibs, um, as well as like, we have them on our, uh, knickers and, uh, tights as well. And, um, I like them so much that like, I'll, I'll wear them. Like if I'm racing crits and stuff, like, I don't even have like, I don't know. I'll just like put my phone in there or something. Like, I, I don't even know what I'm carrying. Um, I just wear them all the time. Uh, like I, don't, apple, I don't really think like a couple, half a banana, maybe. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't really think that they're goofy anymore. I definitely did at one point. Um, but yeah, I, I was going to say like, um, that's probably my favorite piece. Well, these are, uh, these were goofy at one point. Not for nothing. <laughs> the, the toughest item to stash realistically, I don't know if anybody feels this way or not, but like the most annoying item to integrate into cycling clothing is a phone. No, uh, no, every, no. every single black bibs picture is, uh, them perfectly taking a phone. Yeah. So, well, everybody, everybody has a phone and like, the, oh, the, yeah. like, the thing and it's, about, let's like, be real. It's a grand in your pocket. Yeah. Um, straight exactly. up. Like it's, it's a $700 check in your pocket. Um, yeah. you gotta, you gotta have a pocket for that thing specifically. Go it's ahead. Also, Sorry. They're also like, um, people pull out their phones a lot when they're riding and like oh to have it, have it accessible. Um, it's where you can take pictures like while you're on the move and stuff, instead of having to, like sometimes pulling stuff out of your jersey pocket, um, especially if you've got gloves on, like like especially winter gloves, um, it's it's kind of scary. Like 
especially if you're rolling down the road, you don't want to drop your phone going 20 miles, miles an hour onto some asphalt. Um, and having them on the side, having your phone on uh, the side of your leg there is, is definitely a game changer. I will honestly, sure. I will not buy a pair of bibs unless they have at least one side pocket. I'm that guy. Yeah. Why? Yeah. It's like 20 extra cents to sell a mesh pot. Yeah. Like, I yeah, I mean, you don't, if you're not using it, it's just still there, not being used. So, like, yeah. good thing you didn't try to buy bibs earlier than 18 months ago. <laughs> no one made no these. One, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Did. I know. Well, I didn't mm-hmm. wear bibs in 18 months ago, basically. I, I was always the shorts and like, like under like, a tights guy. But now that I'm like, oh, I can have pockets, I'm like pretty converted, I think, too. It's kind of interesting. So, Did can you I know ask... that you can't carry your phone unless you have clipless pedals, Ed? no it's just it's funny too because uh i I keep referencing i keep referencing this crazy era of bike shops when like we forced people to do things and i was forced the way things are uh but mike and i met mike and i actually met in that era um i was about 15 years old but yeah like mike can vouch for me actually on the mic right now that like there was a whole list of rules that like you weren't a real cyclist if you didn't X um, and clipless was definitely one of them. Definitely. I was, I, I, hate, I hate rules. I, I hate oh, rules man. that like define whether <laughs> yeah, you're a cyclist or not. Yeah. Yeah. Jack, I, I do now. Super yeah, elitist. Now. Yeah. We'll, we'll have an episode about gate, gatekeeping. I'm sure. Oh, we're, yeah. the, <laughs> we're the kings as a sport. We're the kings of it. Flats for um, li- only, flats for life. Sorry, Just only saying. basically boxing and baseball are worse than us. Um, Ooh, those are good choices up. for that. Wait, is there like clipless in boxing? Like you have to? I don't know. I don't know enough about oh. boxing to really okay. give you a fair uh, answer on that. But I just know that like there's a whole lot of like, man, this isn't the way it's supposed to be fought. And it's like, don't you care that people are getting into your sport? Yeah, man. Um, Let people march to the beat of their own drum. There's no rules. Sorry, I just I deal with that a lot with the e-bike thing, so I'm kind of passionate. So, about it. so speaking anyway. speaking of gatekeeping, because uh, we've we've mentioned all of these pieces of apparel and haven't really defined some of them. Uh, why why should someone be wearing bibs as opposed to just like a standard short? Ooh. Yes, actually, because I have had this recommended to me, and I still haven't done it yet, but I'm about to, pretty much, Jack. Um, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna be seeing you soon. But uh, yeah, what's the deal with bibs? Why does everybody say, oh, you need bibs? I think, I think like the, the biggest thing um, for uh, the biggest thing for me is that like the on bibs, the part of them that's like holding them up is over your shoulders as opposed to like constricting your waist. Um, and like, Ooh. I, I cannot wear shorts because I just hate the feeling of like something like squeezing at my waist. Um, we still sell them because people people like having that option um but i i think that they are superior in like pretty much every way apart from um if you need to like do your business on the side of the trail (laughs) fair enough yeah and and we can't feasibly make them with a fly so i mean even then you can do the little thing where you hunch your neck down like just enough so they can go to the bathroom, but you have to stay I mean, there. We you know, like, we uh... we can, Ed, but <laughs> but half the population can't. This is oh, that's a very good point. You guys have been making one with like a flap, like a onesie flap, you know. <laughs> so I know that some I know that's something that some apparel companies have been doing is like women's specific bibs for that reason. Is that no way? Like I I can't think of any of the companies off the top of my head, 
because I don't I usually click on women's apparel companies because I, I don't wear bibs myself either. But um, yeah, what's what's the deal with that? So the best company for that, or give a shout out to Velocio. Um, because I pronounce Velocio it Velocio, is, actually. Uh, you, you well, do, they you, pronounce, they you pronounce it Velocio, it. to my knowledge. Velocio. Um, you you yeah, could do an hour long discussion of you could you could do an hour long podcast of of each brand and what's great or not great about them. Yeah. Um. When you you guys you guys poop on a couple of brands on the on the podcast for the expense of it. Fair um, enough. Mostly I, me. Mostly me. <laughs> no, because even before you, there was I don't know there was like nine hundred dollar Rafa headphones at one point. Yes. Some dentist is wearing right now. Yeah, and he's right. listening to this podcast on it. And I hate and him for it. And for so the record, Velocio, as... sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, sorry. Um, Velocio, arguably, depending on your body type, and they do have you know a bunch of fit profiles. Makes, in my opinion, if money is no object, and that, and I, and I preface it with, if money is no object, Velocio makes, I think, the best cycling apparel available. Really. Yeah, really? and, and, wow. and I so say that, and I say that, us. I say that because one, um, there's a big difference in price between what I make and what they make. So you can say that um, there are things about theirs that I didn't particularly like in a fit, but any female cyclist I speak to will not wear anything other than Velocio, mostly no because of the bibs. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, Good they, to know they have a good somewhere on here there's a really cool like gif of how their fly bib works and a fly i don't bib. know how it works i certainly can't copy it um like a, like a zip fly it, no it's not a zip so so i we have a prototype of the zip one and okay. Of, of like a zippered rear um and oh sweet a zipper of this oh yeah, really no every woman hated it um again men just pull down the front and you're good mm. uh specialized try to thing where like it hashtag male privilege. x's over the front and then you unclip it which is okay. great for getting it off but then to get it back on you still have to take your jersey off and thread things back over your shoulder and rehook it um velocio figured out how to make them just pull down Huh. Yeah, we're not yeah. having Ed's not having much luck finding that gif, but well, he's looking at the men's bibs. I so. know. I don't. I don't quite understand. <laughs> oh, oh, why. I was going to call him out that bad. But, uh... <laughs> I like that. I like that we could see all the tabs Ed has open whenever he does this. <laughs> oh yeah, tons of YouTube, tons of everything. Oh, this a is a lot small... of YouTube. This, you're lucky because I usually have so many that you can't even. I can't even tell what it is. You, you know? can't even. You read could them. do a whole another. You could do a whole another episode where you have some folks from Velocio on because a lot of them are local. Um, really? The, this this yeah this. I you didn't bring us on to to promote our brands. You just brought us on to talk about apparel because we're we're both experts in the field of apparel at this point. No, but Jack- by all by all means, like um, I'll I'll hey I'll jump in front of this bus. I own a bunch of pieces of endurance thread clothing. Jack, I'm so sorry. Like totally friendly with you. I, I have been previously unaware of the black bibs, um, but I'm interested. But like, <laughs> Hey man, uh, God, I love endurance threads clothing. Like truly 
I will I will jump out there and catch that endorsement. I guess, um, dude. Like eighty percent of my yeah. riding gear is endurance threads or maple. It's kind of I mean, uh, yeah, it's awesome. And I appreciate that. Um, As a company, though, we want to be where these folks are. Yeah, like, not enough. in price, not in price. But but the it, way you're talking about them, like I mean, let's be real. They're just a good company. Um, well, shout so out to Velocio, you have- I guess. When you have some time, watch their click on the culture link up top. Watch their um, they have a sustainability video that uh, sustaining our brand. It's all about disposable disposable apparel and the impact it has on the environment. When you buy something that needs to be replaced, you know every six months or whatever, like where it ends up going, how they make most things out of recycled materials. Um, the one of the biggest hurdles is making things of quality out of recycled materials at prices people are willing to pay yeah fair enough and and even then even then having it look good uh Mm. white is incredibly hard Uh, if you try to recycled fabrics when they go through the machine that that essentially prints on a garment um to create that what it's called sublimation uh it tends to yellow fabrics it does it twice as bad to recycle fabrics. Hmm. But they've got it all figured out. They just said, you know, fine, then we'll charge what it costs. You know, we'll we'll just it's expensive, so it'll be expensive. But you'll have this thing that you know was made out of 16 water bottles. Yeah, I guess I guess it's kind of a misplaced to kind of hate quote unquote hate on a company that's got you know a higher price point. I guess if you factor in the fact that it's like made out of recycled materials, like of course that's going to cost more like to process that material into something new. And I guess and frankly, it's kind of shitty of us to kind of shit on that, I guess. If you do. Um, <laughs> but frankly, you don't ever poop on many... these guys. You poop on the bad company. The, I didn't know they on existed. The, the Walmart <laughs> folks. Oh boy. Hey, listen, I got to say that that town they built looks pretty cool. Yes, it um, does, but they're still Walmart. No, I know. But anyway, um, I will say how many friggin' 60 year old white men have you ridden behind and seen through the seen straight through the uh, the back of their uh, finest bibs? I'll never wear white bibs. Their finest, their finest (laughs) black bibs. I've I've seen a lot of people's ass cracks. So (laughs) they they were bibs that are black. They were not. Mike's out here saying yeah, these, like, these people have figured out how to recycle material and make it not see-through. So uh, shout out to you because I've seen a lot of see-through bibs in my day. And uh, whew, I strive to not like, be that guy. <laughs> cycle his buttholes are not pretty. That's all I can say. Dude, most, <laughs> most, are, most are not. Most are not. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can think of one or two. But anyway... <laughs> That I would actually love if is, um, disposable. Actually, that'd be kind of funny. That actually is typically that see throughness is because it is a a bib that has art on it. So instead of it being pre dyed solid lycra, it is has some kind of graphic, which means it started out white, and then the graphic uh, was printed on it. That's why. That's why, like, if it has a logo, it has that like faded look on the sides, and it's not quite black. Unless you're going to go that's why, full uh, mesh. Oh my gosh. Full mesh, baby. That's why Lunch Pail Cyclist finishes his, his outfit with baggies because uh, ain't nobody going to see my butthole unless I, <laughs> unless I want you. Unless Tom's, <laughs> unless Tom's in control of the situation. 
But that will anyway. be a Patreon only episode. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Check out my OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry. so I think I think Mike brings up a a good point in that like sustainability is historically an issue across a lot of industries, but um, cycling in particular has been struggling with it recently, especially because we kind of ride on this high horse of like, well, we're not driving cars a lot of time. Um, And we're kind of struggling with like the self-reflection of, Oh wait, a lot of this shit is horribly wasteful and like not super sustainable. Um, So I mean, any any conversation about that. Yeah. I mean, any conversation about that is, is a good one to have. We're not going to necessarily like solve it right now, but I, I think it's good to like, at least kind of keep that in mind, even with our purchasing decisions. I mean, you, your, your purchase might not make or break a company, but like if they have values that you think you espouse as well, then it's probably worth the, the extra little bit in a lot of cases. Hey, the old cliche vote with your dollars. Do you guys just talk to some Velocio uh, stuff? God damn you all. I know they came every... they're not neither of them work there. Like what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> uh well they're they're very supportive of New England cycling events. Um I have a ton of friends who work there. Um I see it on their faces mm-hmm. when they when when they come to our events and they've got the full the full Velocio setup. They're like, sorry, Mike. And I'm like, no, no, that stuff's awesome. Like um I've never it's... heard of them until today. But that's not super surprising knowing me, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Where you, where you been at? I don't know. So, so they, they because kinda of their here, size, they not. can do this. When when they were the size of of endurance threads, when they were the size of my company, they they couldn't do what they're doing now. You you have to be of a decent size to accomplish what they've accomplished. Yeah, you can't you know, just do also... like small batch runs of like super expensive. Like you know, it's just yeah. not not feasible at that price point i guess you know it's also worth mentioning that they they manufacture all of their stuff at least to my knowledge in-house oh wow really um yeah which like well, most most cycling manufacturers or uh distributors don't do that they do yeah, repair if i understand too. correctly if i understand the story correctly there was um like this this small italian like town that specialized in sewing uh cycling apparel and they were they were making velocio stuff i could have this all wrong but they were making velocio stuff along with other people's and velocio got big enough that they could just make theirs if i recall um which is pretty cool fair enough i think i think every little bit counts like we're like to, to give you an idea of scale when i make a jersey it, like if we're all right the red one i'll make like 12 right because i only have eight customers so um you know because they're smaller i i I, most of the time when an order comes through i recognize the name it's someone who does the cycling events or it's tom riley again or it's um um, but right now we're we're i i'm like six prototypes in um for a short and pant combo that's made out of reprieve which is a recycled fabric it's it's made out of water bottles, recycled water bottles. When all is said and done with those, with that garment, I will have to make somewhere around 500 in order to be able to price it at a price people are willing to pay. Oof. 
Yeah, and then it's just and, economics, really. Right. Like, what are you going to do? Many people will go, <laughs> oh, that's like the most expensive thing Mike has made. And I can get this, this, and this for half that price. But it won't be, it won't have the, those other pieces won't have the history behind them of what this will have. And it won't have been made out of a total of 16 water bottles. And I get it. It's uh, sometimes price is the the factor. Sometimes color is the factor. Sometimes the brand is the factor. Sometimes the story is. Um, but I think it's uh, it's important to commend companies like Velocio that have figured out how to just draw a line in the sand and say, we're making everything the right way. Well, we're not making it. Yeah, I guess you got to yeah. respect that in some level. Like, this is and, our way or the highway. And real quick on endurance threads, um, I'm, I'm going to jump out in front of this and say this. Uh, this this person, Mike O'Connell, if you're hearing this name for the first time, uh, this is an Iraq war veteran. Um, this is a father of two beautiful little girls who are hilarious. Um, this is a husband to an awesome wife who's always been nothing but sweet as pie to me to every event, every time I've met her. Um, seriously, if you, uh, if you like this episode, so please support Endurance Threads. Um, if you like me, please support Endurance Threads. Um, if you hate me, please still support Endurance Threads. Um, no, you should have said, if you hate me, please support just Black Pibs. Just throwing that out there. How does this make Jack feel? And yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Black Bibs, I'm probably going to get a set of bibs from you, Jack. No lie. Uh, Jack is a beast cyclist. You should listen to everything he says, but also like... You going to join the both, Bibs? You going to join just, the Bib crew? Uh, my huh? official, you know, uh, lunch, lunch pail cyclist endorsement of both these guys. Um, can't say enough nice about either one of you. Um, truly I'm going to buy good, a pair of good human for beings. Tom Riley from Jack. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> it's okay. That would be amazing. Yeah. You know, Tom, Tom I'm a, I used to be never big, too. Don't try to guess my size. I've been told I have the body of a Titan, not like a Greek kind, but like Attack on Titan. Um, so if you get that reference, you get what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little lumpy. Uh, Tom, don't th- buy me. I, don't buy me bibs, please. But anyway, I, I think you'll enjoy it. I, I was a never bib once too. I was a, it's like, I was a it's never like a jersey, nice, and I'm converted It's like a nice now. warm hug. Yeah. No, I've. I've <laughs> Riley, you got to keep him coming, huh? You just can't stop. <laughs> multiple sources, multiple times. You need to try bibs, sir. Um, and here I am. So. Jack, right. there is no it. going back once you've it's the waste i completely agree with jack about the waistband thing like the way the waist of a regular cycling short cuts in especially when you you get down in the drops that's just not there with bibs fair enough just everything everything is where it's supposed to be in bibs i mean everything just everything held, <laughs> held exactly where it should be. It's very nice. Oh, it's yeah. as you age, it's a consideration, gentlemen. <laughs> Doesn't move. Um, it's great. T- testicle owning people. Yeah, Static. I like this panel of six white men. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to work. Wait a minute. That. Where's the six? Going to work on Hang our on. diversity <laughs> here. We, yeah, we got Riley, Riley can't that, count. Truly. Oh, shit. Riley, you got to go back to school, buddy. Oh. I can. I, hey, I can get my buddy Josh on here, but he's just going to tell us that like bicycles are stupid. Um, I was also. So, I was also. That's what this podcast needs. Someone pretty much. Like to come. <laughs> contrarian. I was also a never vester, and now I love vests. I've really come around from being a moron. It's it's really incredible, actually. You know the uh, what the a vest, great quote. 
<laughs> I, I mean don't get me wrong i still have a ways to go but like it's been it's been a very interesting like i think year as i've like so kind of played around with like what works and what doesn't and um i had the the spark fest for a while with the mesh back and that was great because it dumped heat like a mofo at the back right which was amazing however the starlight one i have now the uh, multicolor one is i think better for this time because the sealed like the basically closed off back retains a little bit more heat and it's just a nicer layer at this point i think than something i have currently and it was nice to kind of get that like i have a uh was a garneau and i had i feel i have a four but it ripped the garneau is a little heavier and i like this it sells a it has, it has big pockets too by the way um they're they're pretty long but um i do like the one the one now just because it doesn't have the mesh back and i guess I guess I'm kind of spoiled and I guess a lot of us are because we have multiple options, you know, I can pick, I can pick in a given day, like, you know, six different outfits that probably could work with some variation of all the clothes I have. And it's nice to have that ability to kind of like at now at this point, get it slowly dialed where I'm not at the point, hopefully where I'm sweating because I hate it. I mean, it's unavoidable sometimes in the summer, but the point for me is to minimize that because it just gets like, what did we all wear on like our first rides? Oh, you were the. Jeez, what, first... what were we all wearing? Like our first nah, rides up. out. You got to set like a limit of when the first ride was because I. Yeah, you're talking for, ever. Like, a kid, and like no, 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 no. Like when we were first oh, okay. getting into like like serious riding, right? Like we like just you bought gotten... a nice bike from the bike shop and you went yeah. out for that first. All for right. That first ride. What are we in? What are we wearing? You guys, Jack, you, you guys, go, that was like three years ago. <laughs> Bull, bullshit. It was. <laughs> yeah. I, for me, it was, um, it was like khaki cutoff shorts. Yes. Ooh. Um, Hell yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. What was your nickname, Jack? Um, <laughs> the, the khaki Jackie. No, no, I was I was the khaki ninja. Um, yes. Yeah. When when I I started riding in in uh, it was probably like maybe like ten or eleven years ago. Holy um, shit! And it was it just might like be twelve. I was already in my twenties. So I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was like that was all I wore. Um, and it it actually. I I I imagine like a lot of people kind of run into this barrier where like they they don't want to start wearing cycling clothes because it just looks like it's, I mean, just the nature of it is like, it's form fitting. Um, and it's like, I, I don't know. It's got it's a high kinda, school wrestling team, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, helmet. it kind of makes you feel vulnerable, right? Like yeah, you're, like, you, you're kind of like putting yourself out there. Like you imagine everybody's, everybody's looking at you and judging you, which like in reality, like people see cyclists all the time and it's just like, Oh, it's a cyclist. I don't care. Um, but, but yeah, khaki, khaki cutoff shorts. Dude, that's <laughs> and, the way to start. And just like a t-shirt. Yeah. And a t-shirt. <laughs> I, I think I started, I, I like transitioned to a cycling Jersey first before I moved over to bibs or, um, shorts actually i think i did um i think i had like a set of bellwether baggies with a with a pad in them first gotcha. which like in in hindsight like those those are awful um, <laughs> but like they had a pad and like they didn't look like i mean they look like basketball shorts so they it checked all the boxes didn't look like cycling clothes 
kind of performed like cycling clothes he was in. Right. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Mike? I think I wore basketball shorts. Actually. Yeah. Uh, I want Done that. Say, Done that. So, so I know I went to Silver City Bicycles. Shout out to Silver City Bicycles. Uh, it doesn't exist anymore. Rainham, Massachusetts. You were supposed to tell people to try to find it. <laughs> what is dead may uh, never die. Actually, RIP, actually uh, oddly enough, that shop closed maybe 12 or 13 years ago. And I drive by where it used to be all the time. And I'd say at least once a month, I see a confused person with a bike in the bed of their pickup truck, yep. like standing <laughs> where it was. Like, where's the shop that I know is here? It's like, it's like, wow, like you really kept tabs on this place. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, they did just, they did such good service that he didn't have to come back for 10 years. I'm here for my yeah. free tune up. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um my my first no, I, uh, I i bought my i bought my i remember it it was a it was a 1997 specialized stump jumper comp the black Ooh. and yellow one that everyone else had excellent uh and i bought nothing else but you know no add-ons no water bottle cages and it had toe clips and i came straight from cross-country practice running and i want to say plain white t-shirt and a pair of Charlotte Hornets basketball shorts yeah. and running shoes. That, those colors were the shit back in the day, though. Yeah, like if you had Hornets gear, Suns. yeah, if you had <laughs> yep. if you had Hornets gear, you were on it. Anyway, yep. continue. Sorry. No, I think that was I think that's what I was wearing um, because I remember the bike half falling apart. Oh, look, you found it. If you found it on eBay and it's an extra large, that might be mine, and I've been looking for it. It was that three hundred bucks. The one that three hundred bucks. Get yep. it. Dude, no, that's it. a medium. It's it's oh. it's a specialized hardtail for everyone. The one listening. that the listeners can't see is the bike. Specialized hardtail. That was the bike. That that was fourteen ninety nine back then. Yep. Even back the then, fourteen ninety nine. It came with um, Red Richie SPD. <laughs> back yeah. when even Mike Sinyard could hide. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I, th- I think we all started in some similar like I was in I think you guys were there actually um, yeah yeah you you wore a, uh, like a regular full face helmet like, everywhere yeah full face and yes um, you did I actually on had a Trek Marlin that you bought from us yeah I had my dirt bike helmet on for a while it was yes so that was heavy. it yeah Although that hey, man had, so I definitely, safe. I definitely so wrapped on that safe. thing a couple times and didn't even know it like I didn't my head <laughs> I smoked hey, you know what? Like, times and didn't feel it all I remember you being like I'm hot. And I was like, really? Why do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And like a uh, a regular cotton t-shirt that was just like drenched in about one minute. Yeah. Hey, for real though, uh, cyclist out there who would judge the guy in the full-faced helmet, that next person in the full-faced helmet you kind of are short with or don't acknowledge seriously might be the next Edward Joy. Just throwing it out there. And then won't you feel silly? Yeah, I bet you will. I I don't even know who you are. (laughs) Yep. Ah, Straight up. Glad to have you with us, Ed. Hey, I appreciate it, man. I've evolved in in many ways. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think I probably just wore, I mean, Jack can attest. I think I wore polos. There's there's a picture of me out there in a polo. That's pretty good. Um, That's amazing. (laughs) I might have to try to find that. And uh, and just shorts, uh, but otherwise, I mean, a t-shirt. But uh, yeah, I think the polos did make. Uh, 
I actually remember I, man, went, huh? uh, I went searching for like athletic polos, like tennis polos. Um, so I, I wore some of those for a little bit as well. Fancy but, sporty um, ones, huh? There, yeah, there are some uh, some pictures of me out there in like tennis polos or golf polos. Like, Pure class. Pure That's class. amazing, though. Like that. Come on like, now. <laughs> like, Dress remember the job you right. want, not the job you have. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, I, I've I've said this before about like the regular listeners wouldn't know who we're talking about, but Riley will remember we had a customer at the bike shop we both worked at named Kyle Tatonia. Yes. And he he needed adjustments on his like seven thousand dollar tri bike. So he rode it to the shop in like a Hawaiian shirt and flip flops. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. We were all just like, Kyle, you're the man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Also, Ed Ed is currently uh, screen sharing shots of himself in a full face helmet. Look at this is this is actually a photo school. of me dying because I'm too hot. <laughs> see my expression is like just regret. You're not sharing it anymore. I'm smiling there. What, what keeps happening? The camera <laughs> rotates. Um, for the people who are recording, the camera just kind of rotates at random. So now we're looking at Ed again. Look at this one. I don't even know. This was a borrowed helmet. Skateboarding helmet. Didn't fit me, I think. It was either that or it was... Eh, it looks fine. You look safe. Yeah. I mean, it was better than nothing. Also, I was a little chunkier back then. I noticed that. Yeah, I noticed a little weight in the that face. Was like, that, was like you, the mid, that was like the midway. But and yeah, hey, that thing definitely you know, sucked. I think it hurt. Like I'm like, my neck's starting to hurt. And then I went to this one. <laughs> and I was like, I don't need this anymore. Oh, you bought the one that you can take the chin bar off. Yeah, and I never took didn't. the ch- never took the chin bar. Off. Like <laughs> everybody who buys a full face of a little movable chin bar. <laughs> I've I've got one that I have to share real quick. I I know that the listeners can't see it, but I I just have to for the sake of the five or six people that are that are watching. Here. Oh, then I might Excellent. have to break out one that I have with you too, Jack. Uh-oh. Oh, let's break out the it video like of Jack the host, with a whip. The host disabled participant screen sharing. Oh, oh no. Ed, oh. What the- just hold your phone up to the screen. <laughs> no, don't oh, do that. Screen share. Oh, it's okay. Well, I'll I'll, I'll text it to you guys after. No, oh, Mike, can I do it now? It's allowed. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. how do I do this? Do I click Sometimes the? Sometimes they post these thing? on the Instagram yeah. later. I think. Click share and then like. Yeah, you your, gotta pick whatever desktop. Like the, or like, like the screen. guy with the the guy with the adult tricycle and the vegetables out of the basket. <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> uh, anyway, refer back to our episode history for that because that was pretty good. And su- super quick, um, I'm going to go mute for a couple seconds. So no, continue. Continue. You have continue. to fart, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Jack, have you figured out how to screen share this yet? I had to go into my uh, my preferences and stuff um, on the computer because this is the first time we're using Zoom. I think I just figured it out though. Can you guys you see go. this? Yes. Uh, there it is. Ditch the forty minute limit. <laughs> Mike got that too. All right. Here's Riley oh, and I. Oh no! no. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! That's amazing. Full khakis. <laughs> yeah, full yeah. Khakis. That, it was a chilly day. It was a chilly. Yeah. Day. I gotta wear khakis on the. I would. Days. I would, however, well, like to point out. That Jack is on a full arrow road bike with a mountain bike helmet. <laughs> what do you want, like a night and, and the bellwethers? I've got the bellwether shorts on. As well. Oh, you do. Oh, yeah, yeah. You you two could not be more opposite in this picture. You've got a bench, <laughs> and then that's um. I know what bike that is. I just can't remember because you restored it after it got like all rusty and. Um, yeah, yeah. I used to ride that, that bike across. It's a Sterling. It's an old Sterling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a CX bike. 
I used that for my first like two or three cyclocross races when they would let me. I was going to say, um, Jesus Christ, that must have been interesting as hell with those thin tires. So I, I have a one to share real quick here. I'll just share this um, and everyone can just kind of take in the sights there. And so all of our um, cycling apparel has that's, uh, <laughs> doing now science. Now just trying to be mean to each other. <laughs> yeah. Doing science. It's Jack with some kind of beaker, safety goggles. I, and, and I, I could be wrong. That might be hydrochloric acid. It might have been. Um, the S-Works we Evade helmet might have will been. certainly help with that. Uh, this this tell, was in chemistry class. Jack decided to put on a helmet while doing chemistry. And that it was Bro, great. you got to be safe. It was great. Anyway, um, I think think it's time for us to kind of move to our uh the latter uh just the end of the episode here um i the have part of the episode this I like is that better in in my notes here um i have uh this one labeled as the more serious part um you might have to split this into two well, yeah, we've been doing that for people like Mike who uh, can't get out of the truck until we finish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys gotta hurry up. You'll you'll know when the split comes on this one, though. Um, so, I guess um, I wanted to ask, what is like, what are you guys both riding? Um, and then, uh, what's your dream bike, Ooh. and what's your nightmare bike? And uh, we can also, if you'd rather do like a dream component and a nightmare component, uh, <laughs> we can do that as well. But start start with what you're riding right now. Nothing, because you're sitting in your offices. But what <laughs> what would you, you be riding? You act right like now? either one of us only has one bicycle. I know. Just, just you gotta pick one. You gotta pick. What's your What's your current one? What's the What's the one you currently find you're picking the most in yeah. your rotation? How's that? Oh. Um... Yeah, for me, at least like right now, I actually just bought a bike um, yesterday or no, yeah. Sunday. Um, but uh, right now I'm riding a, a, a Trek 8700, which is a, um, a bonded carbon uh, hardtail from 1994. And it's set up with um, like a wide range one by 11 drivetrain. And it's got some like big old tires on it for, is, for gravel Is that riding. the one you're going for most often right now? It is actually nice. I'm proud that's of a, you, son. That's I've come a, a long way. After my own heart, right there. <laughs> Retro yeah. build, baby. You gotta love it. Yeah. Gotta love it. Yeah. What? How? What? 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 With tires, can you fit on that thing? Uh, it's got. Um, how do you how do you pronounce the tires? Tom Tom probably knows. Is it Renee Hersey? Is it Renee? Renee so, Renee. I can tell you how I pronounce it. I pronounce <laughs> it Renee Hurst. I have no idea if that's the right. I, I think usually I think it's airs. usually with French it's airs yeah yeah with French so, it's airs yeah so the, I have 2.3s on there now but I Rene think they measure Ars. up closer to like 2.0s or maybe a little bit wider and that's Pretty like the, the most you can do all right so but that's that's what I'm with. riding I wanted to try their those tires lately sorry I didn't mean to interrupt God continue Mike what do you want what do you oh, want God. lately so well not on much because i blew out my knee again um no. setting up with no store with you guys but i used um, to be a cyclist like you yeah <laughs> I, I miss running the most actually um oh, it, because right. i can still ride but i just know i'll never run again um i'll tell you the bike i the bike i still reach for every time is my trek top fuel oh the purple bike that oh, is blue yellow purple bike thing right yes yeah it's, it's all <laughs> the, it's all kinds of colors color, color makes color. 
I've it, much like my salsa cutthroat. A lot of bikes have come and gone during my ownership of that Trek top fuel. And that is the one I just reach for now. Um, as yeah. much as I love, I got a new Kona. Hey, Hey, uh, love that bike. Hey, hey. Um, there are days when I just don't want to wreck it, I guess you'd say. And I grabbed that top fuel. Oh, we're screen sharing my top fuel. That bike's beautiful. It really um, is. I love that bike so much. I actually just bought a brand new fork for it. Um, just what'd you to, get? Oh, what'd you do, Zeb? I got a Pike. I got a Pike 130. Okay. Um, okay. The, bike, yeah. the bike goes, the bike's supposed to have a 120. Um, when I originally built it, well, when Riley originally built it, I just supervised. Um, <laughs> it, uh, it, I, it was built with a Pike uh, 120. And then at some point I swapped out for a SID because I thought I was some kind of elite cross country racer and that made everything on my body hurt. So now I'm back to a pike, um, Get that which is an actual suspension yeah. fork. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just always reach for that bike and uh, I kind of just built my dream bike. Like you said, like you, what would you pick for a dream bike? I just finally built right before the weather turned uh titanium light speed gravel bike oh with all that yeah you have a titanium bike you have a beard no i have to go get my i have to go get my law degree or go to dental school um i was uh i want to hold on to it i was hating pretty hard at uh that ride in connecticut we did when you showed up oh that ride was great that beautiful tie bike i was i was hating from my pack rat uh, straight up, I was I was super jealous. Um, it's just the era too. Like Mike and I kind of come from an era where like titanium was the thing, never um, attainable to us. Like, yeah, and it was just this mythical beautiful Valerian steel. Th- yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 perfect. Nice. Yeah, That's good. Unobtainium. Perfect. Yeah, forty-one thirty right. Valerian, uh, straight up, like. Ah oh, man, a tie bike still, but he's right, a hundred percent. Like, uh, can I book your cleaning? Um, <laughs> yeah, I um, no, it's it's made in the USA, light speed titanium frame. You know, I put I I built some uh some rainbow spoked wheels for it. It's got SRAM access. It's ridiculous. It's Mike. It's... Definitely send Ed either when this episode publishes or now even like send Ed a picture of your bike. It um, should be on the, the Ride Maple Instagram somewhere. Okay, um, so so Ride Maple on Instagram. Check it out. Uh, honest to God, this this bike's hot. Like straight up. I I brought my pack rat, and you know what? It paled in comparison. Um, oh, I knew how he was a triple chainring though. No double, but yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, like I tried to bring my my fanciest bike, and uh, I paled in comparison to this thing. This thing's beautiful, just straight up. Gotta love it. Sorry, uh, continue. If you if you're wondering what ride we're talking about in Connecticut, we went and did, um, and I don't know how to say it, but it's like the Nod Jog Epic, Nod Jog Epic. Uh, we went and did that route in kind of the off season from when that event is held. Uh, that event is coming up, and that route was amazing. If you get the yeah, chance no. to sign up for that event, shout out huh. to—I don't know if she's a listener or not—but shout out to Miss Amy. Um, I won't use her full name just in case, but like, shout out to Miss Amy for taking us on an awesome, awesome tour of Connecticut that day. That was—that's uh, one you remember, right? Was there. that that like good sixty friends, mile? Are you good guys time. Did? Yeah, it was yes. like sixty or sixty-five. Okay, it was around a metric. Damn. Yeah, 
and some good uh, some good elevation. There was a couple real stout ones in there. Um, but yeah, no, nah, that was that was a fun day, and man, Mike's bike was hot. I gotta give it to him. Um, <laughs> Mike's Mike's bike was friggin' hot. I want a titanium <laughs> bike now, kind of. Oh yeah, and nothing oh. rides like it. I'll tell you that it's uh, it's steel for people who like steel. It's, it's what you call a it's what you call a forever bike it's like truly you'll yeah. you'll swap the components you'll swap the wheels but the frame will just be yours forever like Pretty you much. can bury it in the yard and dig it up 20 years from now and nothing else on it will work but the frame will look exactly the same when yeah. the aliens excavate our bodies and we're like what is this art what is well, this, yeah, the, <laughs> this the titanium dig it up that that the aliens would dig it up and say, well, "This isn't Sonic Mega Boost. I can't find wheels for it." But <laughs> trash, these idiots. What is it? One one thirty five BS. I'm sure it's not. But so so, Jack, what's are. your what's your dream bike? Um, you know, it it varies from day to day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like some some days, I'm like full on cross country racer, dude, which is uh the bike that I just bought is like an XC bike. Um, I, but I, I don't know. Like, I think like design wise, if I was to pick like a, a grail bike, like something that I would like buy and then just like, like look at, or just like a bike that I'd want to have, but not necessarily ride. It'd probably be like a Lotus um, 108. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So for like, wow. that's a deep cut. Yeah, the dorkery, so, <laughs> the dorkery is strong right now. Yeah, I, I mean, love it. it's that Bedford is googling that right now. Oh yeah. yeah. So for people oh, that, that don't know, it's like this. This is um, it's an an individual pursuit bike. Um, I I don't know when it was made. Probably like the late eighties or something. Um, but it's it's a track bike. Um, and it's it's uh it's an individual pursuit bike, which means that it's it's meant to be ridden by one person um for a set distance on an indoor or outdoor track um and lotus is a uh is a, a british i i don't know if they like if they started out with cars or like what the deal was um but they ended up making this bike for chris boardman uh and they ended up winning some record or something but the bike is beautiful um, oh yeah it's yeah. only got about 18 inches of drop from the saddle to the to the drops Dude, i don't even bend, <laughs> i can't even bend my body that way Dude, Boardman. Uh, seriously, I'm, if you, yeah, if you want some good reading, look up Chris Boardman. That thing is. Um, you're right. With that I'm pretty sure. Oh, oh my god, I would love to have my wall. I'm pretty sure Fast Splits in Needham, Massachusetts. Shout out to has one of those. Yep, has one of those or something similar. So they have a um, really. It's a road version a museum, but they have they have a like in their like rafters of their shop. They have every vintage triathlon TT track bike they can find and get their hands on up up there, up the whole perimeter of the shop. And I wow. think I've seen that one or something super similar. Uh, they actually like, so so most local folks around here know Mark McCormick. Uh, shout out to Mark McCormick, former national champion, cyclocross. Um, hey, Mark. He was, he was on the Saturn Road team. Uh, right now he's a, like a sales rep for some good local brands like uh, Salsa, QVP, not local, but he's local. And Just I, a good I recall, guy to have around. yeah, fair yeah. Enough. And I, I recall Brian at, at Fast Splits spotted 
one of McCormick's old bikes on eBay with his name still on it. So he Damn. bought it and he put it up on the Raptors just so Mark would come in and be like, that's my bike. <laughs> but I, I think they have, they have all the old soft rides up there. And Ooh. I think they have that Lotus or, or something similar. Yeah. They're, they're, in, they're like, they're very, very rare. Like they're, so Jack they're will send you the address to uh, to yeah. set up that that and, and their the store hours and if they have a drop ceiling or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, but seriously, uh, I'll I'll say this again. Look up Chris Boardman and uh, the stuff he did with like TT positioning and stuff, uh, particularly the praying wacky. mantis. Yeah, the praying mantis position, which is a uh, a matter of some debate even to this day. But yeah, it's a no, movie, it's, right? Isn't there a I movie? I think there is. There's I a, there is. Like Netflix tell or something? I the title, but yeah, it, it does exist. Um, I prefer the super nah, the UCI, the Superman. Super good, super cool choice, Jack. That was he was, good. yeah, because he, like, he <laughs> built the bike out of like washing machine parts and the UCI yeah, basically, was like, no, this, change your socks. So in, the, in the King's English, <laughs> this, this was a man uh, so revolutionary and so innovative in his approach to uh, the positioning of the rider in terms of aerodynamics, not just the design of the bicycle, that uh, Chris Boardman has like rules that are dedicated just to him for the hour record. Like he- We banned you, know, you, sir. Yeah, straight <laughs> up. Like like this is a person who innovated on the level of like, you know, I guess if you're into football or whatever, like Belichick. Like, uh, yeah. You know, the create nah, rules to Super stop this good guy. call, Jack. Super good call. Love it. Um, so, he had his own bike brand too, Boardman Bikes. Yes. Correct, yep. So I guess that moves us on to uh, nightmare bike. Like, what component <laughs> do you do you not want? It needs to be like either the worst component you can think of that you don't want anywhere near your bike, or yes. like uh, a bike that you just never brain. want to ride. And it can't just be a cop out like uh, a, a next full suspension bike. It has to be like a legit a bike. bike. Yes. Oh, this is kind of a good question. Um, what would yeah. ruin your day riding? You know what I mean? Like, what I mean, would you yes. ride and be like, oh, disgusting? What would, if if you got to the riding spot and you saw that you had to ride this bike, you would <laughs> throw it into a ditch. You would run it over in your car, throw it into a ditch, and then drive away instead of ride, even though you had driven two hours to ride and had been looking forward to this ride for months. <laughs> this could be a cool segment of like, hey guys, we're gonna ride, but somebody's gonna bring somebody else a bike. Mm. I was gonna yeah. say front derailleur. <laughs> wow, all right. yeah. that's all it takes. Huh, the two X hatred going strong. Damn. I yeah. I I don't know. I I I don't, like, I don't think there's like. Maybe? Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any type of bike where like if I showed up on a ride and somebody handed it to me, I'd be like, oh, I'm not riding that. Like I'm. That, that's that's like too too much for me. Good answer. But I think. I, and I for think the like, record. Jack could make it happen. Let's just say that. <laughs> yes. Um, I I think like to me, um, I don't know anything that's like just like super middle of the like even even like really bad bikes bikes that have been like just absolutely throttled um, and ridden forever left outside like they kind of have they kind of have character but like and like some bikes are just like they're just if they were a color. They would they would just be like beige, so like so <laughs> beige. So, prob so beige probably Texas. so probably like like a stock. Um, I don't know, just like a like a an entry level like 
Oh God, I don't even say I want to say it because I, I I feel bad. But like, entry level hardtails are pretty good these days. I I know I know. Like oh, I'm not yeah. talking about like capabilities. I'm just talking about them like the bike being like sort of boring. Like a giant um, cypress. Wow. Like a Trek 820. Like a. <laughs> That's my first bike from a bike shop. How dare you? Sorry. Like yeah, you have to ride like a Verve. You know what I mean? Like the hybrid bike oh, or something. I don't. Like. I don't even. Oh, I don't even have any new Verves. Are sweet. Verves like, are cool. Yeah, I, I guess I, it's I more like it doesn't. Yeah, I kind of. I think I'm kind of with you on this, where it's like the condition the would so probably like, piss me off more than like I would ride like a dual sport somewhere. I'm just like f it. I'm gonna ride this bike now. Like that's what they do. As the gravel dork, I've never had a problem with hybrids, unless I had a SRAM front derailleur. Probably ride it. <laughs> wow. Wow. I like my you know, front, you know my that's where one bike comes derailleur. from. SRAM just gave up. SRAM was yes. like, you know what? They gave we up. We can't get this front oh, derailleur yeah. to work. We're gonna come up with something totally different. I used to make did. that joke all the time. Yes. They they sunk it into marketing instead of making a front derailleur that fucking worked. <laughs> um <laughs> love you, SRAM. And, and Shimano and aren't we all that was so much better for it. <laughs> and Truly. Shimano's answer to that was, "Why would we make that? Our front derailleurs work." Yes, it's the it's, the it's the bike riders' fault, not our, that's Shrams. Yeah, yeah, like a news feed, yeah, yeah. them front derailleurs may work, but that one by twelve sure as hell don't. Um, Yet, if you put anyway. a SRAM front derailleur to the to a full Shimano drivetrain, it worked better than the Shimano front derailleur, which is weird. Correct. Huh. Wow. On mountain bikes. Oh, thank God those so, days are over, though. One X so life, not baby. even a nightmare component, Jack? Ooh, that's a good option. Oh, yeah. So probably a, a dropper a, post Ed has installed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's good. I, yeah, exactly. I'm just going to say, like, a brand spanking new, like, everything else being perfect, like, you know, the hangers on there perfectly and everything, a brand spanking new uh SRAM SX 12 speed derailleur. <laughs> oh uh, they've, right. they've revised that since you've had to deal with them. I yeah, I haven't worked in a shop for a while, but that <laughs> that was like They're... the most disappointing thing. You'd you'd start building a bike and everything would be perfect and then it just wouldn't work. <laughs> it, was, it was that bad for real. <laughs> Is that so the bad? Oh. Their initial run was yeah. It was god awful. Like Is they even the one that's all nylon? yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And actually, I, I think I think there's a that that is actually coming on the bike that I ordered. Um, oh, no. oh, no. So that, that'll give oh, you a good no. look at their their new iteration, which I haven't really worked with much, but is supposed to be a lot better. So. I'm not planning on riding it. <laughs> no, you should try. You should try just to see. Yeah, no, I'm I'm tearing everything off as soon as it gets here. Man, SX yeah. is that I'm, you know that, that kind of it makes was. Me it be was thankful for NX. It, for yes, NX. their original run was pretty disappointing. I, I will. I could uh I could probably get in trouble for saying this, but fuck it, YOLO. Um, you ain't seen shit until you've seen a rear derailleur that says the name of the bike company on it. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, I've seen in those, these yeah. in these part shortages. Let's just say there's a brand that starts with A, um, and that derailleur says the same thing. Whoo, that's a that's a drivetrain to set up. Let me just <laughs> it's our own you. specialized in-house setup. Yeah. It, Not even garbage. No. We made it of toothpicks and paper clips. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey man, All these right. days it's cost cutting. You don't know. All right. I, I do miss the days in the bike business when you knew exactly what was going to be wrong with the bike you took out of the box based on the brand. Yes, uh-huh. like, there was only was... there was only two, maybe three, and uh, you knew what you were getting with each one. 
and now it's yeah. it's a friggin' free for all. It's a straight up free for all. Let me just tell you. If if it was um, a trek, there would be a kink in the front derailleur cable, <laughs> and if it was a specialized, it would be the chain ring bolt that holds the rear derailleur on. Mm, like you can really. set your watch to it. And don't get me started on their e-bikes. Oh boy. That's all, all right. I'll say. Anyway, uh, <laughs> if you can get one started. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah! What, I, what I know ah. about specialized e-bikes could make me homeless. That's all I'll say. Okay. <laughs> Loose lips, sim ships, Tom. <laughs> yeah. All right. I Mike, guess. Yep. Go ahead. What you... No, I was going to just say Mikey Sinyad. <laughs> Mikey Sinyad, this one's for you. <laughs> You you somehow say that I think every episode. Yeah, <laughs> he gets on that every episode. He's like, "Yeah, this one's for you, buddy. All right. This all one's right, for enough. you." Uh, <laughs> all right. Um. So we've we've done all this kind of legwork to set the scene. Um. We have the cage is dropping down. Um. Everyone's out of the ring except Jack and Mike. And now it's time for oh. them to. Uh, fight to the death for the honor of their apparel company. So Whose clothing um, is better. They're so different, though. Uh, nope. I, I don't want to hear excuses. I want to hear the gnashing of teeth and the grinding of bones. Riley can't handle the truth. That's the tough part with Riley is like, he's not just an interviewer. He'll make you someone who has to disown. A <laughs> yeah, there needs to like, be you have to. I think it's interesting I think it's interesting how we kind of have like a sampling at opposing, not entirely opposite ends of the spectrum, but I mean, there's obviously diff- different markets and different niches that you're kind of going like going at and like the variations in company sizes and like your actual target goals here. However, that being said, it's pretty interesting that you guys have actually, it seems to be been pretty successful in like your given areas. Like, I mean, I can I can't believe the amount of people I've seen at any local even a local ride everyone's got the endurance uh gloves on you know what i mean like it's it's wild to see that out there now like i mean we saw it because i'd be coming around the shop or riding with you guys more often but now i see randos wearing that stuff those randos it's kind of cool like i did not even know <laughs> that dude you know what i mean that he's got that stuff on so it's kind of cool to kind of see that expand um i haven't been in the know with the black bibs or starlight as much now but now that I know about them, I'm going to be that guy that's repping and rocking them all the time now. And then like, I don't know. I just love that angle of like, I mean, cause I'm the one that's constantly bitching about $300 raft of bibs. You know what I mean? Like this is, I am the target. I am the goal that <laughs> the exact customer you guys are kind of aiming for. And it's interesting to have like a company like basically tailored to both spectrums of my needs and likes for bike stuff it's pretty that's i think that's probably like the nexus of like having you guys on here it's kind of interesting at least for me personally um so yeah that was kind of a rant but um i don't know if there's any fight to the death there's more as like the gentlemanly handshake at the middle of the ring like we can fake riley out no there could be at least like closing statements give me something come on (laughs) All all right how about this how about how about I say something I love about the black bibs and Jack Hell says yeah. something he loves about That's the what we're talking about. and we don't, yeah. we don't fight. Fuzzies. Okay, hey. so how how about this? You fight for each other's apparel companies. Ooh. In, ah. in today's day and age, what's what's wrong with sharing a little love? Riley just wants to fight somebody to fight. Something. I need there needs to be I, I talked about Velocio for 10 whole minutes. So you did. <laughs> you did. Shout, out, shout, out, 
Shout out to hopeful sponsor Velocio. Hopefully Velocio contacts us and we can work with them on a prototype with a dump flap. You know what I mean? Because that's what we should did, call it. I know the flap. listeners. I know the listeners can't see this, but when did Tom become the Macho Man? I, <laughs> I, I like, try so not. I, I picked up my. Uh, you may have heard about it in the last episode or two. Um, I got this pair of pit vipers in, and uh, I can't help but put them on sometimes. Um, I don't know. They're just comfy. <laughs> They're just um, <laughs> badass. And I just, I don't know. Like, come on, man. Like, you know, I've been having a little scotch. I've been talking to my friends. I got pit vipers on. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? Tom's oh, going to run, Tom's run yeah. wild on you. You better watch out. Ed, Ed has a picture of uh, the man himself, <laughs> Macho Man. For the record, never tried a single sniff of coke myself. <laughs> Tom, I was gonna make uh, that joke next. Too, I'm not a, not about the uppers. I need <laughs> I need I need things that calm me down. Uh, so yeah, don't do coke, kids. For all I know, anyway. Um, and um, intro right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so Mike is sitting in his truck at home, and he needs to get going, um, yeah. but he can't until we're until we're done with the episode here. So. Oh, wait um, until you listen to your own voice, Mike, by the way. It's That's a brutal feeling. Oh, my God. This is amazing. So, so Mike, why why should I buy from the Black Bibs? Uh, you Jack. should buy from the Black Bibs because you can buy three pairs of Black Bibs for every one pair of Endurance Thread Bibs. Mm. <laughs> Ouch. And you Solid can buy... Man. And you can buy one pair of black bibs for every seven pairs of endurance uh, from Velocio. And Ooh. you can buy one pair of Rafa bibs for every 23 pairs of <laughs> black bibs. Oh my God. That's uh, no, you should, <laughs> that was some quick math, but it's probably on it's probably that's... on point with the Pedro's tire lever currency. Yeah. Um, we should do that again. But we're bring anyway. that back. Yeah. No, you should you should buy the black bibs because if you're looking for if you're looking for something that is subtle and casual and super affordable, they're making the best stuff out there. Oh. It really is. Like, where are you gonna get bibs for arguably 50% less than my factory charges to make my bibs? Yeah. I mean, they're literally less than they're less than the random Chinese ones. They're like 56 bucks on Amazon for like a no name. Why would I even do that to myself anymore? You know what I mean? Like it's made the decision for me. You know what I mean? So Jack, why should we buy endurance threads? Should buy endurance threads because um, it's a company that kind of embodies all of the uh, like New England spirit. Um, and it has cool little trees on it. Who can answer? That's our claim to fame. <laughs> Mostly the little trees. Um, and because Mike is a cool dude and puts on a bunch of sick races. He does. He really does. And, uh, you know, sorry, Mike. I know I was a little critical in the uh, the very last episode. But you like, critical? No. <laughs> never. But uh, what are you going to do? Like, I don't know. Rock Hard <laughs> Racing puts on some good shit. Um, straight up. I just wanted to make that clear. Um, I just wanted to make that clear just in case of any potential, you know, I don't know. I didn't like walking on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, um... 
You guys oh. asked a you asked a question earlier about how COVID affected the businesses, and yes, we yes. didn't answer it. We segued into something else. Um, it it affected lead times for my production, but as far as people buying stuff goes, I had because it was right after I sold. It was right after I sold the bike shop, and I I kind of gambled everything on endurance threads and and maple and you know just. Let's see what I can do. Um, I'd say every order that came in in a two-week span, I knew the person's name, and they had written me a little note in the comments. Nice. And that was like tear-jerking almost. Oh. Like like Mike Wassell wrote something. Mike Wassell is a local racer guy that's very funny. Um, you should have him on sometime. He wrote He wrote something like, I'm buying all these small trees because I love you. And it was like, oh, dude, like you don't need any of this stuff. Like (laughs) it was, uh, it was huge. That was, that was my COVID experience with the brand was people who, who participate in the rock ride racing events that knew we couldn't put them on. Not that, I mean, the races lose money. They don't, they don't make money. That's not the point of them. They're just fun to do. Um, buying stuff they didn't need to support the business was pretty cool hell yeah oh i think i've brought so thank I think you I to bought... everyone matt bedford thank you very much um, <laughs> so the moral the moral of the story again. is buy stuff you don't need from the black bibs and endurance threads consume 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 semi-related question what's your return policy jack because i'm just gonna buy one of each size of bib and send it to tom and then he can return the ones that don't fit and keep the one that does oh stop it jack uh how's the exchange rate on rubles these days (laughs) it's bad it's bad Uh, sorry but you know what sorry everybody i hate to joke on that note we should (laughs) We Hold should. on, two more questions. <laughs> one, one of the countries we don't ship to is, is yeah. one of the countries. <laughs> There's only yeah. about five or six, actually. Thank probably, God I'm not probably more like again. ten. Yeah. Before we go, Mike, quick question. I've been wondering this for a while now. Have you got any cease and desist from Untapped at all yet? Because the maple uh, leaves. Untapped. Yeah. No. The maple thing. No. What about a, what about from the Canadian bar. government? That's a, that's a that's a clip art open Justin Trudeau. That, okay. Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau is gonna freeze but, your shit. <laughs> interestingly enough, that entire pattern you were just showing on the screen that people can't see is being redone to I like not that have pattern. the clip art maple leaf. I know, oh. no, we're doing it with the new leaf. I sent it to you. You texted me back. <gasps> oh yeah. Ups and stuff. Yeah, so oh, yeah. dear dear okay. listener, dear listener who's never heard of Maple, I'll give you a three guesses what their uh, symbolic icon is. Um, two of them ma- maple leaves <laughs> <So>. <laughs> two of them are maple leaves yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah I this has been a great episode I, I Riley thank you for doing the apparel because we've literally talked about this for, not kidding for a while now. yeah it's, it's been, been on a while for a very long time it's been a minute um, I appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day I know you guys probably both have you know other things you need to be doing like all of us and I it's it means a lot to me uh, that you guys could sit here and talk for us for like an hour and a half um mm-hmm. very much appreciate it um you guys are welcome back anytime like if and, you get, uh, feel to, free you to, know. to the listeners and, yep go ahead tom 
Well, I was going to say, and to both guests, because this this does happen, I have found, uh, is there anything else, anything at all, you would like to rant about for a couple seconds? Ooh, just we rant off, too. Yeah. yeah. Take the mic. Like, hey, just You have a platform for Jack, anything. Mike, uh, feel free. If there's anything you'd like to blowhorn out into the world, If you want three it. cyclists on the eastern seaboard to hear about something, now's your chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, I'd say just um be nice to your uh customer support people because they're people yep. <laughs> Oof, gotcha oh, straight somebody's, up. somebody's behind that chat box right yeah shout out to sean at giant uh, <laughs> oh no <laughs> this oh, nice no. guy no 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 sean at sean at giant uh customer support i guess uh kind of more of a wholesale support but yeah no just good guy yeah. good good person uh, anyway continue yeah and just um don't don't return um, nasty, nasty used bibs and pretend that they're new. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, gross, dude. Don't be that person. Come on. And, have, a, uh, have a heart. Get some standage in there, buddy. <laughs> oh no, that's that's terrible. That's why you get the black yeah. ones. That's why you get the black ones, so nobody can tell. <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> There's a scent when you open the bag. We know. <laughs> oh god. Uh, Mike, you got anything? Oh. I'll second what Jack was saying and expand it to like anyone in the service industry or just any other human being. Um, but I will say no one has in my endurance threads, maple business, whatever. Uh, no one has emailed me or called me with the attitude or tone. That's even half of what I received over the counter at the bike shop. Wow. Over yeah. my years. That drastically different. And did not miss of, that, must say. <laughs> yeah, of, I mean, just everywhere you go, be nice to people. But what it takes to be, and you guys never talk about this, but what it, what it takes to be a mechanic or service advisor or even a salesperson at a bike shop, the amount of knowledge that that person needs to have to effectively do that job is insane. It is and it's not something that's taught. They have to they have to earn it and retain it. And they get paid a microbe of what that experience is worth. So remember that when you go in and you're mad about that thing that you can't get for a year that you realistically don't even need, um, that that person didn't make it. And they're just trying to get it for you. I need I access to be faster. Rawr. I, I appreciate 100%. you saying that, man. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a good that's a good way to end that. I like that. To cap that off. Yeah, uh, please, listener, if you're looking for any kind of clothing, please check out uh, the black bibs and uh, endurance threads. Please do that. Um and Starlet Apparel, by the way, too. You can personally vouch. Um, love the clothing. So straight up. Oh, it's gonna be a colorful. Uh, it's gonna be a colorful summer for me. I can feel it already. Nice. <laughs> feel it already, baby. It's gonna be a good one. Mike, you know, thanks for the sponsorship deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, something like that. By Mike, appearing really? on this episode, you guys have contractually agreed to supply us with clothing <laughs> for the next two years. <laughs> Cutscenes. Mike, re- real quick. subpoena by Rafa. What's What's the name of that jersey I love so much? The one with all the logos on it. Um, oh, the the, the party oh, the sticker pack. So oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the button up, Seriously. the button up, the button up jersey is the party shirt. 
the party, party shirt. shirt. Check out the party yes. shirts if um you know if you have any sort of not necessarily the uh, the ideal Victoria's Secret model body. <laughs> check out check out them party shirts. What do you mean you're not a Victoria's Secret model? This, uh, this picture begs. To I love different. how Ed pulls it up on the website and it's it's a and picture it's of Tom wearing it. It's a picture of me. Um, shout out to my friend Colleen who took that picture. Um, one of the best people ever. But uh, oh, yeah, Colleen no, Gleavy. The, the, the Gleavies are awesome. The RHR sticker pack um, button up shirt, party shirt. Gotta love it. I just, I, I do love that shirt. Um, yeah, and that's that. And Jack, I'll be seeing you. I'm, I'm in the market for a pair of bibs. They're going to be from you, straight up. He's a bib No guy. offense, Mike. You, you, we're bib, we're bib people now. <laughs> Please don't buy them for me. Don't do that. They're going to be cargo bibs. Make it maximum beer, awkward. Beer and a pizza at some point would be great. Not necessarily <laughs> bibs, just in case. So, all right, buddy. <laughs> all right all right cool Guys, thank you listeners that was uh, i guess Hell yeah i guess this is our outro uh doodle, you know, doodle, doodle. okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah nailed it tom go ahead take it away buddy doodle, 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 doodle. you can't even tell the difference from the real thing yeah, nope. exactly. after, after, like, are, we, are we being recorded right now like is this going to be part of the podcast We'll see. Uh, it might be. So it doesn't make it real. It's cold, cold, cold. In fact, don't put this in the podcast.